Welcome to Cup Talk. I'm Nick. And I'm Mason. Here we are in Utah. In the heart of Utah. The heart of Davis County, Utah. Just talking some hockey. To just talk about how we feel about hockey. The sport of hockey. The great sport. The greatest sport. The greatest sport, yeah. So Mason, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, it's been, it's been a good week. I'm here with you recording this uh, debut episode, the launching of the Cup Talk podcast. I'm excited. I'm super excited. I was like, all day. I know, just the hands, like, start little <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, just get into it. I mean, we decided to start this podcast because uh, we think we're self-proclaimed insiders. Yeah, hockey enthusiasts. We got something to say. You should hear it. Let's get into this. So, uh, yeah, we just decided to talk hockey in uh, Utah-based, since we're uh, both from this uh, great, great state. Hive. The Beehive State. Yeah. When I was, I've thought about podcasts before and I was thinking Grizzlies podcast. I was like, the Bear Hive. The Bear Hive. <laughs> is, is that, just, no, it isn't, they, they live in a bear cave? Yeah, but you know, we're the Beehive State and the Grizzlies are the Bears. Bear Hive? It's like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. He's <laughs> like the original, he's like the Utah <laughs> State right. Bear. Ah, oh, brother. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, he would be, brother. he would be the mascot. Yeah. Beehive and Bear, you know. Got his hands stuck in the punny pot. That's, that's bear hive. That's 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 our uh, mascot for our new hockey team. Winnie, like the, Winnie the Pooh with his like <laughs> hand covered in honey. Yeah, and just stuck to it or something. Yeah, <laughs> just not on it, you know. So we are gonna talk Utah hockey, and we also hit into some NHL stuff too, you know, because that's what most people care about. I mean, I don't think yeah, everybody's gonna listen to sixty minutes of Utah Utah hockey, hockey and updates. What should we What should we start out with? Should we go into the youth hockey? Start with the Grizzlies. USA winning gold. That if was you huge. haven't heard about it. Yeah, our US <laughs> junior national team just took the championship. If you, if you're not a hockey fan, isn't juniors like the weirdest thing to try to explain to somebody? Yeah. Like what's what's juniors like? Like it's in between college it's, and high school, but like sometimes better than college. Yeah. <laughs> like it's hard to be like. Well, sometimes kids move away when they're 14. To yeah. play semi-professional hockey. They get drafted into the Yeah. Teams. They're if, not paid at 14. unless they're in Canada or something, these majors. But I don't I don't think there's any other sport that like people care that much about non-college. I mean, unless you're yeah. like high school, but like you're like people yeah. care about their like local high school, but like juniors is this thing where it's like national stage for hockey, but I don't know. I just don't know any other sport that really yeah, I think Values. the closest thing would be like AAU basketball, but but, but that they're they're already professionals. I mean, I mean, I well, guess these some of these guys are professionals, but that's not why they're in the juniors. You know, I mean, A basketball mm-hmm. is because they're drafted by a team, right? Is that what well, we're talking about? AAU is like travel teams, like basketball team, like they have sponsored teams. They go oh. and I, I don't think it's paid. I think it's it's considered, um, whatever, uh, recreation or. Uh, so it's like, amateur. Like so it's, it's not, like uh, it's juniors for basketball. Yeah, it, oh. it's it's similar. And so yeah, 
You have Does high it, school players who will play on AAU teams too. Is it like on NBA TV? Like the you know the NHL covers the NHL. I don't know the co- you know. the coverage is that big. I think you're just like gonna hear. You know, you can read articles on ESPN. It's or, like prospect stuff. You got to be a uh, hardcore into prospects, you know, yeah. to see anything. So, and you don't hear anything until someone major's coming out. Yeah, or but the hey, I mean this this World Juniors was it was good because there's been no hockey because yeah. usually World Juniors starts around Christmas and you know there's a couple of days where there's no NHL going on. So like you you get into the you know the yeah that gap in time. You get in that tournament like right at the beginning. But by the time the gold medal, you know, in the medal rounds playing, like you, you can watch NHL hockey at the same time. So mm-hmm. it kind of takes away from it. But this year, there's no other hockey going on. So I think it was yeah. a little more exciting because it was the only hockey going on. Yeah, NHL Network, you know, it's like yeah, the championship <laughs> game on, you know. Like, yeah. That was a regular season. Which they regularly do still have the, the guess, World yeah. Juniors. But, you know, when they're talking at night, if you're watching, you know, after hours NHL TV, yeah. it's usually like, Talking about the NHL, it's oh yeah, and this is what happened to the World Juniors. But lately, it's just been all <laughs> World this Juniors. This is what happened in World Juniors, and no, no better year for USA to. Yeah, that's probably easier on these prospects too that are already in these NHL systems because some of them could have been playing in the NHL and then going to this tournament. And, and then there's Kirby Doc that was gonna play from this tournament and then broke his wrist and now he's not gonna play NHL hockey either. That's right. <laughs> so he, broke his, he broke his wrist in the tournament? Yeah, a free tournament. <laughs> oh man. He was gonna be the Canada captain. Oh my gosh. So he you know Dude, that's gotta be a tough conversation to, to have with your agent. You know, like a Well his agent so the story is his agent went to Stan Bowman, which is the GM of Chicago and was like, Hey Kirby wants to play in this and Stan says, well, we're not playing right now, so it's okay. I mean, if it was regular season, that's a different, mm-hmm. you know, question. But it wasn't, so they let him go. Oh, and then man. he breaks his wrist pre-tournament on a fluke play. Oh, dude, it it's... looks so like... I haven't seen it. Did you have you seen it? Yeah, it was it was it was ridiculous. It was all over because it oh, he gosh. just he just bumped into a guy and he grabs his wrist and his. Go straight Just off and stupid like that. And he's gonna have surgery and he's gonna miss, I think, five months. Which you know, this NHL season—that's all we're getting—is five months. There it goes. So he can he can come back to the playoffs. That's about it. Was that his, was this gonna be his rookie year this year? No, he he was, he was a rookie last year, okay. but he was. Uh, I think he was in the running for the Calder. Yeah, and Chicago's already had enough. Issues and Taves isn't Taves holding out right now because of yeah the, like, the contract no yeah issues? well no no Taves is out because he's uh, got an illness oh yeah he's got the illness so no Taves because he's got a sickness yeah and then they lost Corey Crawford too right Corey Crawford went to the Devils yeah yeah Chicago ah so, <laughs> uh, you know Taves Taves actually came out before the season started and he was a little bit mad because. He didn't know they were in a rebuild, you know. He kind of said that, and and now he's not going to be in the lineup either. So yeah. Chicago's looking a little rough. It, yeah, like this starting over is probably got to look very exhausting to guys like Taze and Patrick Kane and Duncan Keith, yeah, who have been there for the dynasty. <laughs> it's like, oh, the dynasty's over. Yeah. So, but you know, USA pulls out the gold. Yeah. That uh, Trevor Zegris. Yeah, yeah, Zegris. Yeah. Led the tournament in points. Yeah, got the MVP. Was it seven goals? 
ton of uh, assists. Yeah, 11 assists, I think, yeah. So he's, I mean, he flew him and Drysdale that played for Canada flew to the Ducks and they have joined training camp. And then four other prospects were on the same plane and they joined the Kings. Quentin Byfield. Wow. Yeah. And the other guys. Turco, isn't Turco? Yeah, the yeah, US. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's the guy going over tournament. there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy, man. I think he's, he's like, they're kids, but they're all, they're already pro athletes. Some of them are they well, and then they go draft and then spend a year in college, and then go into a team like the Kings. It's kind of in this like rebuilding where half the team is like these guys, you know, young bucks, and the other half of the team is Anzac Kopitar. Mm, yeah, <laughs> bringing their walkers to practice. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Carter, yeah. Anzac Kopitar. You know, got Trevor Lewis, old Utah boy. There, nah, oh, he's a free agent. Did he not get signed? Oh, he didn't. Ah, he's still a free agent. Oh, pretty sure he's still a free agent. I wonder if he's gonna be done. Hopefully. I think someone will pick him up for like the veterans minimum. Yeah, he's, he's. I mean, he's got two cups. He's a uh, been a presence on that team. He's, he's never like been a. He's never been cut. He's no. never been like a healthy scratch, really. So. He's, and he's he usually steps it up in playoffs too. He's yeah, he's a better. Player. He scored the game winner. Actually, I'm pretty sure in that uh, when they beat the Rangers. I think you're he right. He scored yeah. two goals that game. He scored one of the open nets and then one of the. Yeah. I think did, it was the game winner. Didn't they beat, beat him in five, the Rangers? Yeah, in five, but it was like double overtime. Yeah, they made the Rangers look really bad, though, in yeah. that series. Well, Lundqvist felt pretty sad. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he finally sniffs the cup after, finally you gets know, a taste. <laughs> he's got more wins than, you know, anybody else in the league, and he barely sniffs the cup. And yeah, Who was that that they had that had gone out to New York from Columbus that year, the big name? Uh, Nash. Nash, yeah. Yeah. He, like, looked like, you know, he's kind of going to turn that, turn the ship around or just be a huge piece to, to make New York, you know, push him up over the top. And it didn't really work. I, I thought Rick Nash looked more average when he got to New York. He looked really good in Columbus, but there also wasn't a whole lot going on Yeah, I think that there is a lot of guys that are like that are, like, when there's nobody around, they almost shine a little bit more. And then there's some guys who, you know, they only shine when there's people around them. Yeah. So, I mean, two different kind of hockey players there. So, um, did you see the did you see the trash bucket with Canada sticker on it? No, I mean everyone was like calling it a trash bucket. You know, like they rolled out the garbage can for the picture. Spencer Knight rolls in with a, it looks like a trash can with Team Canada's <laughs> logo on it, and for the picture, like the team picture. <laughs> You know the goalie, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and so they roll into this trash can with Canada's logo on it for the picture, That's... and it was on national TV, dude. So apparently, they had this um, thing where they would put the team's logo on a barrel really? in the locker room, like a water barrel, and their motto was "Get over the next barrel." Get over the next barrel. Which, that's the story they're sticking with right that, now? That's what they're sticking with. I don't know. I don't get the barrel thing. So this was the Canadian barrel that they had Yeah, like this, was, this was the last <laughs> barrel, and they figured that they were going to take a picture with this one. It's done so well for them, the barrel. <laughs> this <channel>. barrel. <laughs> Barrel's part of the team. Yeah, barrel barrel, barrel, barrel gets a, a spot on the bus. He gets a medal, too, barrel. He gets a medal. That's <laughs> what I love. Like, well, they... They had one extra medal. I think they gave it to some random guy. That I didn't know if they, they said, no, this is for the barrel. <laughs> I didn't realize that everybody got a medal and they're calling out like the team physician. 
yeah. the athletic training. I mean, I was like, yeah, you know, that's that's pretty cool. They're all part of the, yeah, the team. It, they uh, contribute. Like, that's a big deal to have a good athletic trainer. Yeah. Equipment but, manager. Get, no, but they get their name on the Stanley Cup, too. Do they? Yeah. That's pretty sweet. But uh, the first uh, women's coach at, yeah. uh, at a men's junior. Yeah, world juniors for men. Or a men's like, hockey league. Was it a men's hockey? Men's hockey, like, world coach. World stage, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. No, that that is cool. I, I mean. No, and uh, we were watching the game, and Alexia was watching it, and she asked if she could ref this game. Like, could she become a ref? And I was like. Um, there, there's not one right now, but I said, I wouldn't doubt if I saw an NHL, a woman ref an NHL game. Are there not currently any female referees? I I don't know if there's been any in a game. I mean, they have them. I know they've had a couple women call games, but I said to her, it's possible. I said, I wouldn't doubt if I see a girl ref an NHL game this season. So it's going to happen this year. I, I guarantee it. We'll see a female, like official, huh? Yeah. With the orange armbands? Mm, maybe a lines. Just linesman. Maybe lines. Like, like lines girl. A little bit. Lines girl. Lines person. I mean, because you see them at the recreation level here in like men's league and, you know. Yeah. And up in high school, you see a lot of female refs. Yeah, there's a lot of girls refs out there. And, and when they were, the girls play the women's worlds, it's all female refs. And in yeah. the Olympics, it's all female refs. So why not just have one of those girls do an NHL game? Yeah. And why not? I think that's totally doable. And uh, how about the last nine of these World Junior Championships split between three countries? Yeah, I mean, it just definitely shows the powerhouses. I mean, Canada, U.S., and the Finland. Yeah. Which is, it's pretty... The Finland. I know Europe, the, the Finns have been pretty good, but the size of Finland compared to the U.S.? Oh, it's tiny. Yeah. It's like, like when you look at those European countries, like they put a team that good from... With that, like the per capita of yeah. hockey players, the population there, you're like, what? like, in the U.S. and Canada, you got a hundred thousand plus kids to pick from. Yeah. In Finland, you got like two thousand. You're like, and there's that many elite players in that small. Yeah, imagine if they were huge, they would be unstoppable. Yeah, but... fin- Finland was the size of Russia, you know, but then I mean, yeah, Russia's, yeah. I think Russia's and... just like that. It's it's more of an I feel like it's more of an individual effort in Russia lately. Yeah. Like, but they always talk about the Russian machine, how it works so well together. But I just feel like lately it's been individuals from Russia. Like, Oh, the team looks okay, but this guy looks really great. Cause like their goalie Askarov, mm-hmm. he was supposed to, he's a, he was a Nashville number one pick in the draft this year. So oh, really? first was rounder it? and he looked on, he looked off it, I'm surprised more goalies don't go first round because it's, you know, a goalie can make or break an NHL team. It's kind of like a quarterback, I feel like, you know. Yeah, I mean. Like he's in there so much of the time. But I guess, you know, there's a lot of them that don't pan out. You have to be pretty resilient to be a goalie. Well, like Jacob Markstrom, I mean, the Panthers drafted him 10-plus years ago, I think. And he just barely was on a regular basis in the NHL. Yeah, I think what, Jonathan Quick was drafted in 05 and – we weren't really hearing about the sensation that is Jonathan Quick until that what twenty twelve playoffs. Yeah, I mean, Kings. I mean, he was a smaller guy, so I mean, he really probably had to work his way up. But I mean, Markstrom, he's a beast. He's huge. Yeah, but I mean, he good. played down in the Panther system for years. 
before he finally made it to be Luongo's. No, he wasn't Luongo's backup because he went to Vancouver in the Luongo trade. Right. But he was always the backup in Florida, or the little bit he was up in the NHL. Yeah. And then he was the backup in in Vancouver and didn't really become a starter till just recently. Was he there with Tim, with Tim Thomas in Florida for a little bit or was that? Mm, yeah, Tim Thomas. That was kind of when Tim Thomas was just getting didn't he like take that year tossed around the NHL. Yeah. And, <laughs> won the cup and it's like I'm taking a leave of absence and then he was never like this Yeah, time. and he kind of played here there and his his gear always looked like he like was like your men's league goalie like yeah. had his blocker that was yellow and the pads that were green, you know? Yeah, for the glory days. And he still wore that old helmet, the Cooper helmet that was like the cage that folded up still with the little net guard hanging down. You're like someone's gonna take a clapper to that and it's just yeah. shatter. Yeah. Oh dude. That's that's why I wear the dangler always. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. my neck. It, it, yeah, the neck's pretty important. One one time one time we were at a stick and puck. And there was this other goalie, you know, and it, whenever you're there with another goalie, they want to like chat, you know, I don't know why. Because like, there's only a few of you guys. Yeah. And they, roster, like you know, you're already best friends because you both play goalie. You can't hate each. There's only two of you there. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. only two at stick and puck and everybody, as soon as you get net, everyone lines up. It's, oh yeah. It's shootout, shootout practice time. all game. So, uh, he was coming out and I was coming in and my dangler was like hanging. Like one of my strings had come undone. And I was like, oh man. Gotta tie that up. I gotta have my dangler. And he's like, Oh yeah, I don't play with the dangler. And I was like, Oh man. Well you just tuck your tuck your chin in real tight. And he was like, Oh yeah. Never been never been hit. <laughs> like a turtle. Yeah, dude. Next comes five minutes later, comes me, he's like, dude, I jinxed myself. Got hit in the throat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Lesson learned. Oh, he jinxed himself. It's it 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 freaking awesome. And that's that's how it works. I have a similar story actually. When I was playing uh, at Weber State, um, I wasn't wearing a cup that season. Oh no! Like I think I had Make had to change like jocks or something like that, and the cup didn't fit in the new one, or it was like awkward, and I just threw it out and I hadn't got <laughs> one. And I told Hillary, and I was like, she was like, "What? You're playing with a cup?" I was like, yeah, it's fine. Like, I haven't played a whole lot this season, so and and now I'm starting to get more playing time, so I should probably get one. And she was like, you're gonna get hit. You're gonna get hit. You better watch out. You gotta put a cup in like immediately, very next game, dude. <laughs> and like breaking out of the zone, I got a pass. Like, I was coming up from the center, and I got a pass from the wing, and I was going trying to go around this guy at the top of the circle, and I like went left. To go around him, and he just stuck out his knee. Oh, and he knew exactly. Not even knew. puck. No, straight knee. I ran like all my momentum right into that knee, dude, and Ooh. I was just on the ground rolling. So it wasn't. And Hillary like, was laughing up there. It was. It wasn't my like, wife, Hillary. It wasn't on a knee on knee. It was a neon nut. Neon nut. Neon nut kit. And then to top it off, the BYU trainer that came out was like was a female. Oh. You know, <laughs> like a pretty decent looking female, and I'm on the ground like. <gasps> <laughs> you know, like just trying to gasp for air, and she's yeah. like, "What's what's the problem?" And I'm like, pointing, like, "They're in my stomach! They're in my stomach!" She's like, "It's your belly." <laughs> she's like, "Oh, just give him some space, everybody." <laughs> like, walks away. No, it's my nuts. <laughs> she like, you know, like, oh, it's been a while since I've juggled a pair of these. And she goes to BYU. <laughs> it's been like since never. Well, as far as my bishop knows. <laughs> Or maybe that's why they, as soon as you said, like, oh, it's my nuts. She's like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, I'm done. That's you inappropriate. Know, that's I, inappropriate. I for a trainer to be, yeah. uh, to do anything appropriate. Yeah, yeah. But 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, I remember asking Hillary if she saw a cheap shot at the end, and she's like, yeah, it was so hilarious. I told you <laughs> she knew it right away. Yeah. She, like, called it, like, yep, uh, should have had his cap I actually on. talked to the guy before the game. I told him. <laughs> Get him in the nuts. He wouldn't listen to me. Yeah, he's got nothing there. <laughs> he's got to learn his lesson. It's like a, like a mom teaching your kid a lesson, you know, like, knock him down. <laughs> yeah. In the nuts. <laughs> just, yeah, just, just do it. Uh, that's awesome. I'm going to some Grizzly yeah, news. So, you know, Utah Grizzlies started their season uh, December 11th. They headed to South Dakota for their first two games and uh, came out 1-1 against Rapid City. And then uh, the bummer weekend, I'm opener. Your yeah, birthday. that was my December birthday. 19th. I was going to go I was gonna go for the birthday, get the crew, you know, well, in groups of whatever, you know, so we get yeah. switched in. Which, Grizzlies are let in, what, 1,800 fans in every game? 1,800 fans, yeah, so you got to get your tickets quick. Yeah, um, you know, but eight, I mean, 1,800 fans, that doesn't seem like a whole lot, but it almost seems like more. But when you're there and, like, on a regular night, you're like, oh, it's it's decent. And they, like, announce it, and it's like, there's 4,000, 5,000 fans. Yeah, you're like, man, I heard 4,000, 5,000. Yeah, that's, like, your average there on a weekend. You're like, dang, there's that many here. So, and I mean, if, only 1,800 fans. And it fits 12,000 in the yeah. center, you know, so... Yeah, that's gonna look a little different this year, you know. And I think you have, you know, your normal COVID protocols masked up and yeah. all that good stuff. So. But they're doing great. But yeah, and then uh, they went uh, undefeated this last week. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, they uh, so they went undefeated the last two weekends that they've played. The only game they've lost was the first game of the season. Yeah, they they dropped the first game against Rapid City, and now and they were up with like. Five minutes left to go, and then they blew it. Yeah, they had what a one. Well, they had a one goal lead going into the third. Yeah, but they they were leading by two. They had a not a very good second. So I mean, they're one period away from being undefeated. Yeah, they look pretty good. And uh, Diego Cuglietta, um, ECHL, yeah, Yeah. right after, yeah, right out of the the opening weekend, he had I think a goal and three assists. Yeah, player of the winner, player of the week, ECHL player of the week. Yeah, and. uh, Got that, what, the In Glasgow bu- box of pucks or whatever? A bucket of pucks gets donated to, like, a local hockey hockey charity, I found out. Oh. When they, like, because that In Glasgow is the official yeah, the maker of the pucks and for the ECHL, so they donate to, like, so, whatever city. So who got the pucks? I can't remember what, what charity it was now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, they gave it to him, he's like, you got to give this to somebody. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll get them to somebody. Yeah, they're, just, uh, they're just sitting in his, like, trunk still. Yeah. <laughs> just waiting and <laughs> some kid is like on the street you know he's like hey kid you want some pucks you know yeah, and he's uh, just like thinking it's a couple pucks and then he hands him this bucket <laughs> like bucket of pucks, pucks. <laughs> he can barely even lift it I'm in the I'm in the market for a bucket of pucks we've been we've been going um, when I when I've been coaching we go to like away games mm-hmm. the kids all jump out on the ice to like warm up and we just don't bring pucks. So, like, we got to be those guys like, hey, you guys got pucks? We got pucks. <laughs> you always hate being that team, right? Yeah. Like, Anybody else? Go, kids, go back in the locker room and grab whatever puck you <laughs> got. <laughs> whatever pucks you got. you got. Like, the blue ones and the orange ones yeah, out it's, there. It's and, a mix of, like, heavy pucks, light pucks. There's <laughs> some, like, random team pucks, you know? It's like, this is my favorite team puck. Yeah. And you're like, uh, can we use it? Some kids slapping around a first goal puck, you know? Yeah. It's got, like, his first goal writing <laughs> on the it. There's the white tape around it. <laughs> he just slapped it around for warm-ups <laughs> we were in vernal this last weekend yeah and, let's talk about that and your, your daughter's team right yeah so we were in vernal it was a blast i mean we we lost the first one won the next two 
had an early game Saturday and we played against Vernal, which we had beaten five times this last month. I mean, they just slowly got a little bit, you know, closer of games, but this he last has beaten them five times, five times this last month. I didn't what in the month in the month of December. Yeah, we went out there first week in December. We got one shutout, and then we beat them again, and then they came here, and we beat them, and then we played them again, and it was actually a comeback. We we had nice. a game where we were down by one goal, yeah. and my coaching partner, Don, was like, hey, I'm going to pull the goalie, and I was like, all right. Let's I'll do like it. it. He's like, you want to put a power line on it? I was like, I'm sure, yeah. You know, and that's something you usually do in, like, squirt hockey is a squirt yeah. hockey you know i mean that's like a bold move like you know everybody's playing for fun yeah but you know we never tried it Why so not? so it was it was a blast we, we put out our power line you know we said all right you you you, you go and uh we said they had him there was a minute and a half left and we scored one and so i was like just keep him on the same line Let's just go just go again did you take the face off and everything about the goalie no so we had we were going to pull the goalie we pulled him and then we got an icing, so we had to bring the pu- the puck down, and we f- or maybe it was an offsides, but we had to face off right outside our zone, and so I was like, we got to put the goalie back in. So I put him back in, and I was like, I was like, you just watch me right here. I'm gonna tell you to come, and you come, but don't come till I tell you. So we won the face off, got it down there, we got possession past half, and I was like, yeah, come, 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 and that's when we scored the first goal. And so yeah. we put the goalie back in. And then we just rolled it with the same line. Of course, only five people out this time, not six. Yeah. And we scored again to tie, to go that up one. Strength, huh? And then we were just like, roll it. Same line, you know. At this, at this point, game. I think there's like 30 seconds left in the yeah. game. And we're up by one. Might as well let these kids finish it out. Just let them finish it out. And they scored another one. They closed it out three goals. Three goals in a minute and a half. Oh, my gosh. And so, I mean, I kind of get that this Vernal team probably was pretty... They they wanted to beat you guys. Yeah, and yeah. our first game we played them in Vernal was a comeback win. Oh man, so they've watched like victory slip through their hands. We were down three to one going into the third in our game, and then we came back and won on their was, home turf too. On the in the tin can in the tin can. The <laughs> yeah, if, if, if any of you guys have ever been to the Vernal Rink, you know. But if you know outside of Utah, you've been there. It's it's only ice in the winter. Oh it's yeah, just a big frozen and they, I don't even I don't camp. even think they turn on the cooler because I think they just it's so they cold. Open the doors out there. Yeah, it's, it's like nine degrees outside freezes. and it's nine degrees inside the <laughs> ring. <laughs> yeah, so you better bundle up if you're going to Vermont. Yeah, were there, were there better heaters over the bleachers or no? They don't nothing? work. They don't work. <laughs> of course, they don't work. We we got news the first time we went out there that the heaters do not work in uh, Vernal. No showers there either, right? I don't think. You don't want to shower. I mean, with little kids, you don't really play there's that. But yeah, in that rink, you're But like, there is no showers. I don't know. Maybe we weren't in, like, the Uinta high school hockey team has, like, their own, like, painting room. Like, yeah. you know, like when you play in Ogden. Like a, like a party room when you go to, like, the skating fun center. I think it's basically, like, one of those that's painted yeah. red and black. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, I mean, it was a blast. I forget where we, where we got on this. Did you oh, guys? we were talking about... Uh, Oh, you're talking oh, about bucket, bucket, of of, bucket of pucks. Bag of pucks. I'm looking for one because we didn't have a bag of pucks when we went out to Vernal. We, yeah, so we, in Glasgow, if you hear this. You know. so, yeah, so we jumped on the ice for warm-ups, and all the kids come over and like, we don't got no pucks. And I was like, oh, shoot, we don't have any pucks. Dang it. So I went to the lady in the, the box there. like In, in uh, Vernal, like, the two benches connect with the scorekeepers. Yeah. Like That's how you have to get to the bench You know, if you're a coach, unless you want to walk on the ice. So 
I went out there and I'm like, hey, you got any pucks? And she had this bucket of pucks. But I noticed by the end of the weekend that probably other teams forgot their pucks too because the bucket got lighter and lighter every time I asked for the bucket and the pucks. <laughs> by the end of the, I think our last game that we like tossed out like seven pucks, you know. Yeah. A bucket that was 40 and now it's, it's <laughs> yeah. five. Yeah, it's seven pucks by the end of the weekend and every kid's like, I don't got a puck. I'm like, that's all we got, buddy. And these little kids like really have no idea where they're at. It's not like they're stashed them in their package. Like, I don't know. The, the, the team that, that actually brought their pucks, you know, like they're just loading up because the pucks go down there and yeah. they just pick them all up. <laughs> I worked at Acord for a few years, Acord Ice Center in West Valley. My uncle works there and I've been there after they do like, so they go through once a year in the summers and like clean the, the ceiling, yeah, you the, know, arena. Like the pillars and like, the beams, everything that comes down, and, like, they have a couple areas where it's, like, a boiler room, you know, with, like, a little roof that's, like, low, you know, separated yeah. from the ceiling, and they just pile up up there on top of the scoreboard, <laughs> and they come down with, like, two or three buckets of pucks, you know, like, those big white paint buckets, and it's, like, they're for sale, 50 cents a piece. I thought you were going to say they donate them to the player of the week they're not from that, the ECHL. Not good <laughs> that's, that's where the that's where the they the Grizzlies the Grizzlies are donating pucks from that are lost acorn pucks <laughs> lost and found acorn pucks. No, that's how acorn. That's the only money that ice rinks make around here is off lost pucks. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, purely profit. Pure profit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Sometimes, see, whenever I lost a puck, I was always that kid. Is like, I'm not leaving until like, I have that puck, and you'd always find a couple more over there. So right, like if you do a second puck and you just go take a stroll through the the bleachers right after. Yeah, dude. three, four, easy, oh yeah, easy money. Did you ever go to the Grizzly games when they like didn't have the netting when no. you were younger? It's like before they had the netting, because like I mean the netting didn't come till probably late nineties. Oh really? Yeah, there was a thing in the NHL where someone got hit or whatever, and it was really bad. That's when they ended the nettings. So we used to go early to the Grizzly games, and they would just you know warm up, and the pucks would just come over and Flying. troves. You know, I mean now you can you can. Get a few pucks, yeah. but back then there Pretty was the first no net. Rows and it hits the net, you know. You yeah, can get it, but but yeah, back then it was none. And dude, me and my little brother, and my nephew, we just we just cruise around that end, and there would be like four other kids. You know, it was like you know, just, just dashing for puck. pucks. You know, dude. they were usually just plain black ones. So they're not the cool like game right. pucks, but they'll have their logo on them. Or that's where we like got our like stash of pucks. Those are like the good old AHL and then IHL days. Huh? Oh, that was the I yeah IHL International Hockey League. Something. Yeah, yeah, and then it was, I think it's probably the HL still. I remember when it when they didn't have the netting. Yeah, because it was still the they were already in the the Maverick Center East Center, you know, mm-hmm. and they had no netting. But I mean, now it's still fun to show up early and score a score a puck with the kids. No, oh, you yeah. just gotta like sit down below the glass and like hopefully it drops to you and not the kid to your left. Yeah, I mean, if you're standing there, the cute kid, yeah, the glass. You know, See, back in the day, like that, if so. you were just the quicker kid, you got the puck. You're jumping over rows. You just have to be faster than at least one of them, and eventually, you're gonna get a puck. So me, Ben, and Kyle, we all just like spread out, like you know, play the zone. It was it was zone defense. <laughs> play the zone. You got that zone, and I got yeah, this yeah. zone. I got the upper tier. Yeah, dude, those other kids didn't stand a chance. So I'm gonna go block the stairs. No one's coming up those stairs. <laughs> one kid's just tackling other kids, trying to grab pucks. You know, <laughs> sounds like. Yeah, there with a goalie stick. Like you don't want to come. Past <laughs> you don't here. want this. So, <laughs> but yeah, dude, that's where we uh, that's where we got our pucks for the basement back in the day. Free pucks from the Grizzlies. Free pucks from the Grizzlies. But you know, and then we we got a couple like in the games. You know, it's, it's coming around full circle. The Grizzlies used to donate puck pucks to you know your child youth hockey. And yeah. Now, 
you know, yeah. Kubliata's winning this award and they're donating pucks yeah. from the Grizzlies and, well, in Glasgow to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just come full circle, free pucks. Yeah. So the in the ECHL, there's only 13 teams this year? Yeah, they didn't, not everybody was able to come back with the uh, financial burdens and, like, state restrictions. And I wonder if that's going to be a long-term thing. Like, I know. It's, are some of these teams just going to fold, or? You wonder the EC level, like, is it, you know, like, the salary caps, like, usually, like, 12, 13 grand, like, a, a week, I think, for the team. So yeah. you got guys making, like, three or 400 bucks a week, or, yeah. or whatnot, you know, like, not, unless they're signed to, like, those two-way deals or whatever. Yeah. At the A or in the NHL, but. But I've seen the Grizzlies have picked up a lot of guys from other uh, ECHL yeah. clubs because in the last two weeks they signed two guys from the Newfoundland, Newfoundland yeah, Growlers. The growlers yeah. yeah, they uh, signed goalie um, Parker Gahagan. Gahagan? Okay. Uh, yeah, that's I, fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Trey Bradley from the Newfoundland. And they oh, just, yeah. Trey Bradley, and then, yeah. And then they just uh, signed the Stillheads captain from the last two season aj white okay so they're just picking up all these guys yeah i know like not didn't have a team yeah they're, like they're not they're not rival. playing so I yeah guess just might as well just go clean house on everybody who's good you know so you know these echl teams that are playing are going to be real top-notch hockey because they're going around just picking up all these good guys from all these teams that aren't playing yeah that the talent's not gonna be spread real thin and there's also the ahl teams that are that are opting out. So you guys come down. Yeah, the Grizzlies signed Pat Canone, who's played, I think, like almost 600 AHL games. Yeah, so. And was playing in Europe. Was so playing in Germany last year. It's probably similar to that year when the lockout and, you know, and we a couple. Had, yeah. Trevor Lewis came, played, what, like five games or whatever. Yeah. Got and a goal. I, they may have they sold out of Trevor Lewis jersey jerseys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they, I don't within, know how often they sell out of an individual's jerseys there at the Grizzlies. But. Yeah, I don't know how often they make them either, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you, you see a couple of the, the legends, you know, walk those guys walking yeah. around with jerseys from those guys. But that, that was a fun season. Yeah, and they're bringing back one, some of those old 90s jerseys this year. Yeah. The, the, have you seen the throwbacks? Yeah. They look they, good. They look really good. Like, I, I have a couple throwback Grizzly jerseys, and I love them. Like, I always wear them to the Grizzly mm-hmm. games and stuff, and now I see these new ones. Oh, man, they look good. Yeah, they, got, they, they got the Turner Cup patch on them. Yeah, they do, and they, they Grizzly put that little teaser video on their Twitter. That was that was done by the, the company that makes jerseys, right? Yeah, yeah, about the new jerseys. But, dude, they look solid. I mean, they have a green one, too. That all green one is that, nice. It that might be like, like that old UND yeah. North Dakota jersey, like all solid green. I think it might be my favorite, like, Grizzly jersey ever like yeah i'm not a big fan of green <laughs> i think green and on a hockey team too like it looks really good yeah there's not that many there's not that many green hockey teams out there i mean in the nhl no, like, there's only the stars i mean the devils kind of have their throwback greens but yeah and like in college you got like north dakota that rocks the green and black yeah. white, i think and, um and it's, it's just they always they've always had a cool look i thought but then like every other team in college hockey's red or burgundy, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, some shade of red. Yeah, that that's when you go on to like you get to like buy a new bucket and you go on like Hockey Monkey or whatever, and like the only one they got is the the burgundy red. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the only color they got. You're like, oh man, I'm gonna be the guy in the men's league game with the burgundy. That or like the mustard or you know yeah. yellow. <laughs> You're like, why is why is the latest Bauer helmet so cheap? Oh, because. It's only in mustard. It's mustard. <laughs> or purple. Like, it's... I'm not going to, like, you just, like, put the horns on it like you're on Michigan. You know, like, I used to play for Michigan. 
I was like on their 30, you know, a ACHA team, D3. Oh, yeah. You always got those guys in men's league that like still are rocking their like pant cupboards. Yeah, like, yeah. Like <laughs> it's shredded all... pant cupboards. Yeah, it's from... got like a logo, like a McDonald's logo on it. It's like, yeah, dude, I played for this team that was sponsored by McDonald's. Two years of double A. Two years junior yeah. B. Yeah, two years junior <laughs> B. <laughs> They're still rocking their gloves. They got like they got holes in them, you know. The team that they played for doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, all like, the fingers are like you just see all their fingers showing when their hand turns. Yeah, up yeah. I mean, I got gloves like that too, but I didn't play junior B. Yeah, you just have to <laughs> I don't even find the junior B gloves. Yeah, yeah. Out there. Yeah, so but there's always that guy in men's like it's rocking the the glory day gear. Oh yeah. I guess around here it's like. The Weaver Still State helmet, the you know, in the helmet. Like that's yeah. that's the kind of thing around here. Like the, the one, yeah. There's always a guy on every men's league that's got his like Weaver State helmet stickers or his Utah State. Because or... now they rock the purple buckets too, right? At yeah. Weaver State, so you, yeah. you mean you know? Oh, like dude. no one else is buying a purple bucket. Nobody. Yeah. It's legend status, you know. Right. <laughs> in those like purple and white gloves. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, dude. Played college hockey. See, when I played there for the two years, the team was really cheap and doing bet poorly and we didn't get any gear we had stickers yeah it was it was bring your own gear you know get some black gloves and uh, (laughs) a black helmet and then we'll we'll give you some stickers and then one kid shows up with purple gloves like he went to the like he went and got them like custom made and they're like dude making us look bad right (laughs) and then one kid brought these like marshmallow white gloves all everybody called the marshmallow gloves Uh, and it was just like come on man anybody who wears white gloves past high school D-bag. Yeah, dude. D-bag. Straight. Like, you you like, you like could just get on a team. Like, if you if you walk into a men's league team, like, you join a team, and you see the guy, like, bust out his white gloves and his, like, tin advisor. Yeah, that's exactly what I was and saying. And you're just like, like oh, like this guy's enough. on the team. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Tryhard until we got to play defense. He's going to be checking the toe of his blade every time. Yeah, yeah. He misses yeah. a <laughs> shot. Oh. He's like... Checking his tape job, checking to make sure, you know, it's flexing it. Tape's coming a little loose right yeah, here. You yeah, know? that's why I missed. I'm going to take this stick back. I just bought it the other day, and I just don't like the pop. Comes back to the bench just, like, barking at everyone. Like, dude, give me the puck. I was open. I'm so used to playing faster hockey. I just I can't adjust to this slow speed. Yeah. That's why I look so bad. <laughs> I'm just so used to playing with better players. Yeah, dude. I, I usually play, like, in Canada. Yeah. I played in Canada once. On a pond in someone's backyard, but still, yeah, Canada. Dude, it was Canada. It was Canada. <laughs> Kid with the white gloves always got that one story, you know, <laughs> where he was gonna make it to the show. That's the white glove story. Yeah, yeah. was gonna play in the O. The the one that got away, the white glove. <laughs> yeah, the, the, <laughs> and then you know, I bet those those junior teams are up there like, dude, we had this prospect. He had white gloves. That's that's <laughs> all that we remember. That's all we remember. He killed it. He was so quick, all you could see his white gloves. And, <laughs> but then he wanted to play for free, and we were like, "This is Junior B." Yeah, dude, that's that's <laughs> we always need all the money. <laughs> yeah, that's how you. Yeah, there's that. There's always that guy on the men's league team too. It's like, dude, you want me to pay? Do I do I really have to pay? You're like, we all pay, like, yeah. dude. But dude, I'm good. You're like, yeah. Y'all gotta pay. <laughs> There's a few other guys out there that are pretty good that have paychecks and want to pay money. Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah. dude, I played with a kid like that, and there, there was a guy on our team that was like an amazing team that was like all about it though, like so competitive. He's like, I'll pay for him. I got him. Oh man, that only boosts his ego, and he's probably he's gonna be like still forty, and he's gonna be like, oh, I never played for men's league. He was on four teams that season, and he was super awesome in high school, and then he got just 
fat and played video games, you know, and sat around. <laughs> it was like still could go out in men's league and tear it up. Because he didn't have, he's still living in his mom's basement. He didn't have to get a job, yeah, play I hockey. I think he went from his mom's basement to his like sugar mama girlfriend's basement. Oh, but he never had to get a job because. No. You know, he didn't have to pay for a hockey. I think he worked at a call center for like a, six months or something. Like <laughs> even that. worse, even worse. <laughs> he worked for six months, saved up his money. You know, he bought Wendy. Bought himself new hockey gear and some sticks, probably. You know? <laughs> yeah, he was still buying the top of the line sticks. <laughs> probably the only time he gets a job. He's like, oh, I need new gear. Or the new Call of Duty's coming out. Yeah. I'll get a job for a few months. Bauer came out with the new stick. Gotta have it. Yeah. <laughs> what are they still waiting for my chance, you know? Yeah, still yeah. waiting for my chance. Dude, I only play with $200 sticks. <laughs> I can't play with anything less. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's always that guy in men's league. So talk. I mean. So yeah, Grizzlies three, uh, four and one. No, three and one. Grizzlies are Five, four, four and one, one right now. Four and one. Now. Yeah, four three and straight one. wins. And then, last, well, four straight wins. Yeah. Three in this last weekend. And then they play this weekend in Tulsa. Uh, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Are those I, the rescheduled games, or was that already? I can't because Tulsa was who they had their yeah, games canceled. I don't know, but I, I don't think they're rescheduled. I think, I think they're just booked every is it, weekend. Is it in Tulsa this weekend? Yeah, yeah. So those were the home games that, yeah, that they would have had. So I think those are still supposed to be rescheduled. At yeah, some to be determined date. And then at the end of the season, like, you know, we're just gonna scratch those. The Grizzlies are in the playoffs, guys. They don't need two more games. <laughs> <laughs> it's a financial burden we just can't bear at this point. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. You know? So in Tulsa, but maybe they'll just like. Tack it on at the end. I don't know. I yeah. That'd be. But so, yeah, you can watch their games on uh, flowhockey.tv. It's paid. You have to you know, pay for a subscription to it, but. Probably like as much as like one ticket to a game. I don't, I, I haven't like looked at it. It's like $12 a month, twelve fifty a month or something like that. It's starting out, you know, and I'm sure you could probably get your one team yeah, for that price or whatever, you know. That's one ticket. Yeah. And then if you want to just listen, you can listen for free on mixler.com. Yeah. M I X L R.com. Tyson yeah. Whiting. Or you can uh, see them in person the next weekend. Or you can just, yeah. So they're they're going to be back in Utah the weekend of the 15th, and they're going to be a Friday, Saturday, and a Monday game. Oh, they got a Monday that week. Is it an afternoon Monday game? I hadn't looked at that one yet. Mm, 18th, it will be a Monday, because that'll be the Martin Luther King Junior Day. They always always play on that day. That's always a day game. One time we went to, we were going to go, and uh, we showed up at like 6 and the place was like uh, empty. The and game like, was oh, the game like was earlier like today. We're like, oh man. Because, uh, yeah, they usually do those, they only do those deals. It's like six tickets for like 30 bucks. And they're like, yeah. include some hot dogs and stuff. Yeah, they always. Family packs. But that's like their one day game for the year. Yeah. I really used to do the Wild Wednesdays. Oh, it was a fun. It was like it was like five dollar beers. And no, it was $2. $2. No, two dollar beers. Yeah, two dollar hot dogs. Yeah. I, I always just load up on hot dogs and fries. The fries were so good. Yeah, fries. Fries. I used to like the fries and the buffalo chicken strips at the you know, Grizzly Games. Yeah, but buffalo chicken strips weren't $2. No, but that, yeah, that was like a $10 meal. Right it, was there, like, but... it was like, can I get like four fries and a hot dog? <laughs> $2. I don't, you get the tiniest like little hot dog wrapped up in the foil. Yeah, and stuff. Like, yeah. By the time you unwrap the foil, it's like... Twice as like or half the size you thought it was gonna be. Yeah, it just there's there's like like you're opening up and there's more foil, more foil, more yeah. foil. <laughs> it's like a toilet paper roll of foil. It's like that that one person who wraps your Christmas gift, but like they put it in a box inside a box inside of a yeah. box, but it's a hot dog inside of another hot dog. You're like every year, Jimmy. <laughs> every year. And like they think it's so funny, and you're like, it's not funny anymore. Yeah, just so I can open like this 
box of toothpicks or something. Yeah, like, and they're, oh, gotcha, dude. <laughs> and then it's like a note. It's like, your gift's actually over here. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't even. Have you ever played that game where you have to put the, the oven mitts on and, like, try to unwrap a present? It's yeah. a pretty, like, interesting, like, it's a thrilling Christmas game. So we, uh, when we went to our tournament this last week and we did those, like, saran wrap balls. Oh, okay. And I guess, like, some people do that with mittens. Oh. For the mitts, too. I don't know. Nice. Yeah, we used to do, my grandma, I don't know, always had these games cooked up, but uh, you had to roll the dice. You sat in a circle. Yeah, you roll dice, that's what we did. You had to get, yeah, snake eyes. Yeah, and well, it you, was it was just doubles. Or maybe it was doubles. Yeah, doubles anything you got. And then, uh, yeah, you got the gloves, and you got to start unwrapping this present. And it was just like, whoever finally got to the bottom of the present, like all the wrapping paper off, got it. And it was just like. We, we did, like, candy and stuff, and then in the middle, we had a, a, a tin full of hockey cards. That's pretty sick. Ours like, used, like, a $20 bill or something uh, like that. And then we and then I passed out the cards to all the kids, and I was like, all right, trade them. And, you know, kids like, oh, you got some Maple Leafs, you know, you got some yeah. Boston Bruins. You did this this last tournament? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so that, that was, like, they did one the, the time before, and it was just, like, candy and stuff, and I was like, oh, we're putting hockey cards in the middle. Because I'm that yeah. guy. I still like hockey cards, you know. There's something to say about, yeah, cool <laughs> sports cards. Like, you see your old, like, an old legend, you know, yeah. on a card. You're like a rookie card. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like to bust out my cards now and be like, see who the rookies that were panned out, you know. It's usually like one out of ten actually panned right. out. Right, you see all the rookie something. cards you have. You're like, who is this guy? And then you, like, jump on and be like, oh, this guy, you know, P.K. Subin, rookie card must be worth something. You're like, ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The cards. I remember as a kid growing up thinking, yeah, you're gonna have this card. It's gonna be worth so much. Yeah. And then you get a price, or you look it up, and you're like, yeah, twenty five dollars. Yeah, I think I have a couple like Curtis Joseph like jersey cards, and those are worth like fifteen yeah. bucks. <laughs> I had a I uh, you know this wasn't sports, but Pokemon. I I had a Charizard when I was a kid. Dude, I got a Charizard hologram in the yeah. other room. Charizard hologram, dude. Save that. Like I still haven't. I've looked it up and. It's, I don't know, it's like 10, 20 bucks. Depending no. on you, if you get mint condition. No, dude. I looked up mine, and it was like 450 bucks. Was it really? Yeah. Mine? See, my mine has been one of those little plastic cases, just like the, the filmy ones, but it has like, you can see some of the silver coming through on the bottom. Like, it's it's got some scuffs, so I don't know if it's, I mean, if it's deemed worthy. And I told not. the autumn, I was like, dude, this thing's just been kicking around. We should sell it. Dude. I don't even, I don't even like Pokemon. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I grew up loving Pokemon. So I mean, I, I it's my it's why like when someone's talking about Pokemon, I pull it back, pull it in my pocket, like, check this out, buddy. And their eyes just get yeah. huge, and their yeah, face lights up. Like, How much what? you want? Well, I'll do anything. And I actually got it for my birthday. Like one of my little brother's friends had it. I was like, oh, holographic Charizard. Like, and I just made a big deal about it. Like he just like mm-hmm. we were at his house, and so for my birthday, he gave it to me. Like. Probably like 15 years ago. And it was like I slid it into like a record case. Like I had a postal yeah. service record. Yeah. I, I couldn't think of anywhere to put it. Yeah. And I think I got a record for my birthday that day too. So I just like slid it in there. And like I totally forgot where it was. And one day I was like pulling out my records and it fell out. And I was like, oh, it's, it's like a <laughs> Charizard. Bill just out of there. Charizard. Yeah. It's like when you're reaching your pants, there's a $20 bill. <laughs> but, uh, that's like a move that white gloves will do to pay for men's like dude. Like, I got a mint condition Charizard. <laughs> That's how he's paying for it. He busts, he busts out his notebook. It's got all the, all the pages. He's, he's going like, to like pawn shops and buying up like old cards and yeah. stuff and then like whipping it out in like a fancy case. Like, 
I got a mint condition. <laughs> Pulls out his trapper keeper. <laughs> Pulls out a couple pages and like hands it. Like, that should cover my feet. <laughs> yeah. Patrick Marlowe's on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do that to me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> See, I know my Pokemon. That's right. The, the, the original 150 are still the best. Yeah. I, I, yeah. You could you could give me a name of a Pokemon and be like, is this real or fake? And like, you give yeah. me a hundred dollars and I. I couldn't guarantee you an answer. Yeah, after like the first, second generation, it was like, game over. And they just got like uglier and uglier looking, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Like they, they had used all the cool designs. They definitely were just like, uh, mush some clay together and put some eyes on it. Make him kind of like Charizard, but then distort him a lot and change the colors, <laughs> you know? Make him like Charizard, but just not as cool. Yeah. A less cool Charizard. A less cool Charizard. But he's going to be better than Charizard. But Charizard, white gloves. Boom. Charizard with white gloves. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Charizard with white gloves. That would be a great like hockey jersey. Like that is the know? that's like the epitome of like a, a white glove kid, you know? It is like a char yeah, like they think they're a Charizard. He he thinks he's a Charizard. But he's really like like someone really crappy who was He's like a like Raticate or I don't know if anybody remembers Raticate, you know, or Is it just a rat? Yeah, just like a giant. No, what's rat. the fish? Oh, like Magikarp. That, that's that's who White Gloves actually is. <laughs> just like is. flopping around. Just, he's just a fish. He's just a Magikarp flop. that thinks he's a... Or he's he, a ditto. You know, yeah. he, like, he, he thinks he took on the Charizard, but he's really not. Charizard. I'm realizing you know a lot more about Pokemon. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very down we're, we're getting very off topic. <laughs> he just, just, he's like a Magikarp calling for the puck at the blue line. I'm open! <laughs> you know, he's just cherry-picking all game. And then as soon as he gets it, he just starts flopping. Yeah. yeah. yeah he, he just, just starts does flopping. nothing with it. And you're like, why dangles do you keep a, wasting these passes? Dangles himself into a corner. Yeah, other Utah hockey. Look, Og, the Mustangs, and the uh, Salt Lake Ally junior teams. Yeah, it looks like they're playing a lot. And then yeah. there's the Provo River. Provo River Rats, yeah. River. I think that's like a... I think no, they're River, an affiliate. River Cades? Is it River Cades? Okay. No, River... Provo River Blades. Are they WSHL? They well, they 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 play in that. I looked at their schedule. and It looks like they play Provo River Blades. They played the Salt Lake Outliers. Okay. They played the they played the Colorado Eagles once. So they're the same level as the other two teams out here. Yeah, and then they play the Pueblo Bulls, and then the Las Vegas T Birds, and that looks like those are about the the five teams they play. Yeah, sweet. So, but it looked like the record was about a fifty fifty. So it looks like this. They're like leagues about a even league. That's a good place to be because the peaks hasn't seen Provo like Ice Rink hasn't seemed to care about COVID at all. Like, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think March 11th happened. They were like, "We're still going. No, <laughs> we're still going, dude. <laughs> Keep it rolling." But I think the peaks opened up their leagues like a while back. I I like, looked so like I was all checking on the men's leagues and uh, looks like they're pl- they played their playoffs in December oh, for their okay. men's league. Nice. So I don't know if they're starting back up. Soon or like if that was their winter league or if that was their summer league, but yeah. I know they played their playoffs in December. So if you're looking for a men's league team down in Utah County, you might be in luck. If you're in Salt Lake County, still no go. No go on Salt Lake County. So as far as I, cause I manage a team in Salt Lake County, and I've been told, yeah, as of right now, we haven't heard anything yet. The twenty like hockey got canceled for all of 2020. Yeah, because the maybe, youth hockey, there's no youth hockey either in Salt Lake yeah, County. Maybe summertime, like we had a kid a summer league. Oh, we yeah, because we had a kid come from the Salt Lake County yeah. to come play with us over at Davis County. Yeah, nice. Davis County. But uh, I was wondering, I was going to ask you about that. So there's no men's league. 
No, so that's that's how COVID's you know affecting the men's league hockey in Solid County is there is no there is men's no men's league because no I because I hockey. know uh, Logan's rolling. Yeah, and there's high school hockey back in the rinks too in, in Solid County. They're doing games they're, there, but they're yeah. doing games there. Yeah, I think the the A Court. I talked to my uncle who works there, and he said that they can only do you know one one game a night, I think, and they have to use just the one locker room on two, the two different sides, you know, and they. They can't do a game right after because then they would be sharing the showers or whatever in the uh, bathroom. So it's like they can only do one game. And if it's just a practice for a high school team, they have to get dressed in the lobby. They can't use locker rooms. Yeah, lobby dressing is the worst. Oh, man. It's Cause, so awkward because it's like, how is this any different than if we go into the room? Yeah. You're like, a lot of times you end up sitting close <laughs> enough to each other. You're like... Because there's limited space in the lobby, you know? Not every lobby has six open benches, you know, for a full team to just start getting ready. There's some, like, random female in there every time, you know. It's, like, either a custodian yeah. or works at the rink or yeah. you have a girl on your team, and you're just like, this This is what, weird. What does she do? Can she yeah. go somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lobby, lobby uh, dressing is not fun. Oh. Even my daughter, she, like, because, like, they kind of encourage the kids to do the home dress, and so I thought maybe she would do more of the home dressing, but, uh, she hasn't. There was a game, our early game in Vernal. She was like, I'm going to get dressed in the, in the hotel room before we go out. And even that morning, she's like, you know what? I'll just get dressed in the locker room. So, With the, the boys and everything? Or at yeah. least they have a girl yeah, in the yeah, locker yeah. room. So we, they, at their age, they always just have to keep something on. Nice. Okay. And so it, it works out. I mean, with the kids, though, yeah, you can... You control it and, and everything, and yeah, it's not super, super weird. But that's that's cool. I mean, I remember, yeah, once you get bantams and up, you know, the females they have a little tiny auxiliary room somewhere or something like that. You know, yeah. every female that's there for any team all dresses in this tiny locker room with yeah. like one bench. Yeah, I always wondered and how one that bathroom went. Stall like, probably in there. <laughs> I always wondered if like I was on, I was a guy on an all girls team. You know, if like dressing with the other guy on the other girls team would like be like, "What's up, dude?" Hey. <laughs> Good luck out there. Good luck, man. Good luck to you. Not man. really, but after the game, or like, after the game, like there 10. was a heated game, and like you got to go dress with one of the guys from the other team. Like you, they're just draw short sticks, and that's how you guys. <laughs> yeah, like girls are so stupid, aren't they? They're all so mad out there. You start gossiping about the game. <laughs> I didn't even care. Didn't even care. I mean, I always, you know, I just squirt. play hockey because it's fun, and my dad likes it or something. <laughs> but dude, girls are killing it. Yeah, I uh, feel like there's more. I feel like. Every team in Utah has, like, a girl on. Like, it's just, like, yeah. it's, like, a staple to have a girl on your team these days. And now the University of Utah has a women's team? They do? Yeah, a club hockey team for women. Yeah. Uh, oh, an all, yeah, an, an all-girls all team. team. Yeah. yeah, an all-women's team at the University of Utah. What's... Katie, Katie Pryor. Pryor. Yeah. yeah, she plays on that team. Okay. So she was playing back east at Trine University. Oh, and, was she? Yeah, so she moved back here, and then she jumped on to that team. So University of Utah... You know, on the women's team, there's some youth, with, like, girls teams out there. I think the Lightning has a a, women, a girls team, or they, they did for a little bit there. I like Lightning, the club team there. So, yeah, it's it's growing. There's a lot more girls out there, and it's funny because you see these girls playing on, like, a dude's team, and you never notice. Like, they're they're decent, you know. They, they hold down, but then they go try out for, like, women's teams, and they're playing D1, you know, yeah, like Michigan yeah. or something like that. And you're like, oh, yeah. well, dang. Yeah, so uh, in our turn, go back to our tournament in Vernal. I threw out an all girls line. Yeah. Scored the last seven goals our team scored in that tournament was seven by our goals. girls line. 
And that's just on like the Vernal team. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, no, no, that, that well, two on the Vernal team, and we had five on the Mustang against the Mustang. Oh, the Ogden team. Okay. So we scored five straight goals in one game, girls only. And the boys did nothing. Boys did nothing. Almost. Next game, two goals for us, both by girls. And we had goals in the other games too by girls, but the last seven goals we scored were girls, you know. And not to say the boys aren't, you know, pulling their weight or playing, but that's just an awesome. It's a good weekend to have two X chromosomes. <laughs> yeah, and, and they were just no, having so much fun. Line. But cool. I think the girls, they usually are like, you know, when you got a team where there's only one girl, that maybe they're the, like, oh, put the girl on your line. But like when you got a whole line of girls, like they just play. Like rallying, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, like super comfortable. Yeah, they're just playing for each other. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was awesome. So, uh, that's pretty. Has uh, the COVID. When I like affected the uh, fan experience or like the whole uh, process of youth hockey, like in your coaching. So, so, like, so most rinks allow one spectator per kid. Okay, one. Just one. one. So it's like mom or dad got to go in, maybe tag team it. You like know. for you, you have the the new baby, you know, the young baby. Yeah, the young kid. Can and wife so, go in with the baby. Um, unless you're playing in Park City, then it's a really awkward conversation you yeah, gotta have. Some counties, <laughs> some some places are a little more strict okay. than others, and Park City is one of those places that's pretty strict. So, but Vernal was pretty, pretty good. You know, I mean, they still wear made everyone wear masks and stuff, and it was still yeah. safe and promote social distancing and keep safe. Which I don't see why you can't have you know your other kids in there if they're all social distancing. Right. Because if, you know, if I have three people come from my family, but we're all together, but we're away from the other people, then I don't see why we can't all be at the rink. Right. I mean, because there's usually, especially in Utah, like there's not enough people inside the stadium to like make it at capacity, you know, like it's not like it's not, you know, breaking at the seams. Yeah. People in there. So you can find space. Well, and the like, I mean, say Ogden, I think Ogden... I think they're one spectator too, also. But for the Mustangs games, they're letting in seven hundred fans. Is it seven hundred? Yeah. For the we, that's that's I didn't know that's a lot actually. Yeah. So, but you have to buy your tickets online beforehand. But yeah, seven hundred people. Yeah, I know walking up and, and going though. That's yeah. I think that's so they can like spread everyone out, kind of like movie theaters are doing, where it's automatic spread you out. So, but that works. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't watch my little brother play in New Jersey. He yeah. plays for the uh, York Skipjacks. He's a U16 team. It's a hockey academy. It's crazy where he's living like a professional athlete. His, <laughs> his schooling's online. All he does is play hockey for like three hours a day and does two hours of online school. It's but it was 15. It, was it strict out there in New Jersey? Anyways, yeah. So New Jersey, the rink, you know, it was like one of those rinks where like there wasn't really a whole lot like big bleachers. It was just a lot of standing space around the ice. Yeah, they but they were allowing nobody in the rink. And they had tents outside of the rink with TVs in them. And so they're like, this is where you guys can watch the game. Is they were streaming it on these, like, 50-inch TVs inside of a tent. So we're all crammed in this tent. There's, like, two halves of it trying to, like, see on this TV. But they were, but they were broadcasting it? Like, was it, like, professional broadcasting? And then you could be, yeah. It was broadcast, I think, through, like, they do Live Barn. 
and then hockey is it hockey TV? Not hockey TV. Yeah, hockey TV and Liveborn. Was there a guy calling the game? Um, no, not that tournament. Some of their tournaments they have actually. Oh, okay. Like so it was, it was more like a camera just kind of following it back and forth. And it was like one of those cameras where it's like, I don't, you can tell it's an electric pan, you know, so it's like they go out of the camera and then it's like, <laughs> it's like it turns, you know? And then, it, and then it pulls it back in. You're like, oh, they're gone. Oh, there they are. Oh, there they are. But it was just like, I mean, you know, the image was okay. I mean, you could see it. And it was like the broadcast wasn't bad, but you're like, I'm way closer to everybody in this little tent with my mask on outside. <laughs> than, than I would be in the arena yeah. on a separate bench. If all these people were in the arena, we would still have yeah. a lot more space between us. But that has been a really nice thing is the, the everybody's broadcasting these games now. You can just jump on a Facebook group and watch yeah. the games. So, like, I mean, Lexi plays early on a Saturday, and so we have a lot of family, but, like, a lot of family lives, you know, a little farther. You know, it's kind of a trek out to the rink, you know, the rinks aren't like in every town and every park. So it's kind of a, a task for some people that live, you know, an hour away from the rink to come to the game. But you say, Hey, just jump on Facebook. Yeah. You go Facebook this group. Live. Yeah. And then they just can watch the game from there. So yeah. I think more family has actually watched her play this year than any other year. So it's not a totally a bad thing. I think it's been good. It has some positives. Yeah. Now so. there, there's definitely been some pros. Yeah. The ability, like the accessibility of, you know, yeah. Watching games and watching sports, I think it's, has been a good thing in like more creative ways to listen and broadcast. Yeah, like, for sure. I mean, now you can watch almost any high school game. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the you know the army. I'm a part time soldier in the National Guard. Well, I work full time for the National Guard, but yeah, so I do my one weekend a month and a lot of like you know these big conferences that you know nobody ever goes to. Um, and generals are all broadcasted on Microsoft Teams, and you know there's like education training and job fairs all done on Microsoft Teams, and so it's like. It's kind of cool because you're like before these events were in some random location in states, you know, different states. You're yeah, like, well, I can't get out to that. You know, I'm not going to that. And it's just so much extra money to get everyone out there just to not yeah. care. And you don't really care. Yeah, no one cares. No one like, cares. If there's like one or two guys that care and you're like, here's the link, you know, they can click on and watch. Okay, yeah. cool. Now now they're happy. And they're with their families at night. Yeah, exactly. And they're they're sleeping at home at night. That's so, yeah. And, the, you know, a journey out to a rink, like it's going to take you an hour to get there, an hour for the game, you know, you want to get there a little early. Then you got to wait till they get out of the locker room so you can, because if you don't tell them good job after the game, then were you even there? You know, yeah, you're that's, not that's the thing. Like you got to give fan, them the, right? the, like the old fist bump after the game. Good job. So maybe you, you brought them a treat or something. Yeah. yeah. So it ends up being a, you know, a couple hour thing, but now they can just jump on, watch the hour and 15 minute game, go back to their day. Yeah. Or they can even like be driving. Watch the game while they're doing other things. <laughs> they don't even have to stop doing their right? day, like you know. Driving and watching the game on Facebook Live. <laughs> <laughs> in the passenger seat. Yeah. You know. Obviously, the driver's not watching. Yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> so, you want to you wanna go to an interview now? Yeah. All right. How are you doing tonight, Phil? Mm-hmm. <laughs> seen a, better days. You've seen better days? Your wife up. calls me up. Yeah, she calls me up. Four in the morning. My car's on fire. My car's on fire. What are you talking about? Where's the car? You know? And, uh, yeah. So she, I'm like, go to the car. She's like, it's on fire. I'm like, look, what does it smell like? Does it smell like burning wood? You know, campfire? No. Okay, well, does it smell like wires? You know, burning, like, plastic? No. What does it smell like? 
like, I don't know, kind of like oil. Okay, go over there and open the hood. So she goes and opens the hood and she's like, yeah. I was like, is there a flame? No? Okay, so it's not on fire. It's like, well, there was smoke coming through the vent. Okay, well, that doesn't mean it's on fire. So yeah, the the uh, motor, one of the gaskets was leaking oil. And when she was driving and it was heating up, it was started burning the oil and putting it into the, I guess, the cabin, I guess, the car. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I guess that's like the instant reaction. Huh? You like smell the smell and you see the smoke and you're like, fire, pull over, <laughs> get out, roll around. Well, well, but she's, in, you're, she's out in Vegas though, right? Yeah, in Henderson. Henderson. Okay. But it's, it's pretty much Vegas. I mean, what is it, 15, 20 minutes from the strip? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when, I, when I go to Vegas games, I'm always staying at the Excalibur because Excalibur has the cheapest rooms of those big. It, it's cheaper than the Luxor. It's cheaper than New York, New York. It's cheaper than I can't remember what they changed it to. It used to be Monte Carlo, but it's right there by New York, New York. It's something. Oh, it's MGM Place is what it's called now. Oh. It yeah. used to be called the Monte Carlo. That's right there. But they're all expensive. If you go to the uh, Excalibur. The rooms are cheaper. It's it's just as nice. And all you got to do, you kind of, I mean, what is it, a five-minute walk? Yeah, it's get a walk underneath, underneath the uh, viaduct that comes over from the freeway, and you're, like, right there at T-Mobile Arena. Nice. How many Vegas games have you been to out there? I don't know. 50? <laughs> 50? Maybe. Uh, we'll, we'll say about 30, between 30 and 40. It's nice. a decent amount. Did you go to I mean, any of those games when they were in the cup? What's that? Did you go to any of the games when they were in the cup? When they were in the finals? Yeah, when they were playing uh, Washington. Game two. Game two, yeah. Game two. Game two, that whole, the save, the save. from Colby. Yeah, they lost both those games, right? And... No, they won the first game. No, they, they won. Yeah, they won the first one. They lost the second. Well, oh. they won the first one and lost the rest. Yeah. And then, okay, that's what it was. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So let's stick on. Let's stay on the hockey. So, so how did you get into hockey as a kid? Salt Lake Golden Eagles. That's just uh, playing out of the old Salt Palace. <clears throat> yeah, they played at the Salt Palace. They had. Um, like my first memory was Theron Fleury, and he was only there for maybe 20 games. But that dude scored like he scored every game. I was a little kid, so I'm like, oh. And when you're a little kid, I mean, they score a goal and everyone's cheering, and you're asking who scored or whatever, because you're a little kid. You're looking at, you know, Muppets or whatever's going on in the stands. You're not really paying attention. I mean, I was, what, five years old, six years old? Four, maybe? I don't even know. It was 1988, so I was six. You were six in 1988? I was born in 1988. Yeah, I'm, I'm a... <laughs> I could be your daddy. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, but... Uh, yeah, it was 1988, and uh, Theron Fleury was there. And, um, yeah, he was. he wasn't there long. Like, seriously, he was a little guy. I think he was drafted in, like, the sixth round, maybe fifth round, because he was small. 
and uh, he was only only there a little bit. He was number fourteen. He was my favorite player. Sorry, he was number nine. He was number nine at the Golden Eagles, and he's my favorite player. And I wanted to play after that. Were they were they affiliated and, with any NHL team at that point? Were they affiliated with the Flames? Yeah, they were Calgary Flames. It was that was their affiliation. The Golden Eagles, yeah, their color, their their jerseys looked exactly like the Flames, except it had the shitty looking Golden Eagle on it. <laughs> with the looked flames like it was kind of with the Flames color, yeah. What, yeah, flames color with the golden eagle on it. I mean, it's kind of. I mean, the golden eagles before then, before you know, before I got into it, before I was even born, they were like green and yellow, like the ugliest, like almost like the Oakland A's. Yeah, baseball team. I'm, the green I'm, and yellow. I'm looking at it now. It looks like they were affiliated with the Minnesota North Stars prior to the Flames. So I'm, I'm guess, assuming, that's, you know, the green. Be, I don't know. <laughs> that would be the reason. For my that. Uh, my uncle works at the Acord Ice Center as the hockey coordinator there, Chris Builder, and he is obsessed with that yellow and green color scheme of the Eagles. He loves it, and so the, the Acord has a bright yellow and green Zam because of that. Like they yeah. got this eighty thousand dollars Zam that's green and yellow because he's an old time Golden Eagles fan from that green and yellow days. Yeah, yeah. He, so he knows. Yep. I mean. He knows all that back when they were the green and yellow. I think they were part of the CHL. I think that was the Central Hockey League. Oh, okay. And then they went into the IHL, which was the International Hockey League. And that's when I knew about them. And like I said, 1988, like I said, Darren Fleury was there. And he was, when he was scoring like three goals a game, I think he played like 10 games and had like 40 points. He was unreal. Jeez, four points a game. So you're you're a first generation hockey player though, right? Like your dad didn't play or nothing. Yeah, no, no, none of my family played. Just me, my brother. And your dad just took you out there for a game, and you just were hooked. Yep, and then he built a backyard rink, the cheapest way possible. Was it just a hole in the ground, or did you throw down plastic? No, no plastic. Like I said, the cheapest way possible, man. (laughs) He didn't pay anything except the water bill. (laughs) <laughs> like we had to go out there I had to pull my brother I remember this I had to pull my little brother around on a sled to pack the snow down as much and then and then as a family me my little brother mom and my dad would go out there literally and step on all of the snow foot by foot and, and pack it down and then my dad would go out there in the middle of the night and uh, water it down till it froze, and I mean, it was rough. That rink was rough for probably a good two or three weeks. But once he kind of got it down, spraying it down, and after two or three weeks, it got pretty smooth. It was pretty fun. Were you losing a lot of pucks in the backyard? Shooting them past the net. No, we, we didn't have any boards. Did you guys shoot I didn't it all really... out there, or just skate? No, we shot. We shot. He built a little... Uh, a net out of copper oh, and that wow. net lasted a long time. We were, dude, we were little kids. I mean, we were, I mean, I was six. My brother was four. I remember my dad, he couldn't even skate. He was like a water buffalo out there plopping around. He tried to rip a slap shot, actually hit it fairly decent, broke my brother's plastic skates. I don't know if you remember this. You don't remember these. They were like plastic skates. They had, it was all plastic. Except the inside had some sort of like foam, you know, yeah. 
like a, like, a, like a roller blade, like an old school yeah, roller blade. Kind of, exactly. And, the, you know, the blade was obviously metal, but he, I remember him breaking my brother's skate. But yeah, the boards were, you know, when it would snow, he'd shovel the snow off and kind of plop it up for like a bank. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they kind of ice over a little bit. We were little kids, but. So is that. Yeah, it was fun. Is your dad, is that when your dad taught you the old clapper? That's when he taught you how to slap shot? <laughs> he shot it at your brother? No, man. My dad, my dad was terrible at hockey. That's, <laughs> That's why he gave like, it up. It's a bad story, huh? Broke a skate one time. <laughs> Bro, so, yeah, it's... that's a slap shot in the backyard. <laughs> I broke someone's skate with my clapper. No, yeah, he he stopped by. He, he I mean, he once. I mean, he was out there, kind of showing us stuff, helping us skate and stuff like that. But um, once we got, I mean, we got really good because we were all the time, all the time, all all day long. If we weren't in school, you know, yeah. Christmas vacation, we were out there all the time. On the on the outdoor rink. Just your own little private oh. rink there. Yep, all yeah. the time. No no kids in the neighborhood played, so it was just me and my little brother. We'd put on our pad. One guy would just be out there with his stuff. The other guy would put on his pads, and we had these uh, stuffed animals. My brother had his stuffed animals named. So... <laughs> Like I said, man, he was like four years old. He had his little stuffed animals named Spike was his favorite stuffed animal. And he would, he'd act like he's the goalie. Spike is my goalie. And there's this. I'm like, all right, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go get a stuffed animal. I'm going to call him Bear. So it was like Bear versus Spike, you know? So that was your guys' team names as your stuffed animal names? No, it was Player versus Goalie. <laughs> player versus Goalie. There you go. Going against Spike or going yeah, against yeah. Bear. He's probably a fairly decent goalie, just like I'm probably a fairly decent goalie too. <laughs> that's, that's everything we you take learned. turns. Yeah, that's we take research. turns. I mean, we were out there playing. It was just me and him. One's the guy. One guy's the goalie. One guy's the, the player, and we'd switch off. And when the ice would melt, we'd go down in our basement because it was an unfinished basement, and uh, we'd bring the net down there, and we'd man, we'd just keep playing. Have you ever all played? All the time. Have you ever played goalie in a game? Uh, yeah. Played goalie one time in a game and I was shit. How did the game? I couldn't figure it out. All those years in huh? It was a lot different (laughs) on feet than skates. I mean, outside was one thing when my brother's four years old and can't really shoot high, but I think I was about 12 years old when I played goalie because our goalie didn't show up. I mean, geez. But that was it, huh? Five, those five holes, corners. low shots. No, no, it was all low shots. The high shots I could grab. Right, but yeah, you know, it was the low shots. I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, Drop I didn't really know how fly. to get down. I, I think my pads were too tight, so I couldn't, when I'd go down, I'd just be kind of down. Yeah, that's kind of one of the things I've, I've learned. Like, anytime I see someone, like, putting on goalie pads for the first time, they're just, like, strapping them tight to their legs. Like, their yeah. like, kid's going to try it. They're, like, cinching them up. They coming off. Yeah, they cinch them up. And you're, like, dude, you just want those things to hang there. You'd, yeah, exactly. You kind of want them there to hang so you can, when you go down, they kind of move across your leg. Yeah, I mean, goalie pads and have changed over the years a lot in the last 10, 15 years. 
Oh yeah, dude. These were brown, heavy pillows. I mean, I dude, I was like sweating bullets. I'm out there like, and that's like literally that's the time I got diagnosed with asthma too. Yeah, I don't know if it's because of goalie or not, but goalie. I think I think so. Goalie kicked my ass. That That is a bad goalie experience. Yeah. So uh, that was the last time. How old were you then? I don't know, eleven, twelve. Oh, okay. Ten, maybe. Ten. So, uh, what what was your biggest accomplishment playing hockey growing up? Jeez, dude, I don't know. You don't remember one of... one thing that was like, oh, that's my that's my claim to fame, or you know. I don't know, man. I had a I had a plaque in my room. Uh, it's uh, my dad made it. it said, uh, scored my first goal on my first shot on my first shift as a six-year-old against seven, eight, and nine-year-olds. So there's that. I mean, I don't know, man. Breaking the glass while Colin Brown sitting behind it doing push-ups. I mean, that was something. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll never forget the time I was with you. We were we were playing stick and puck at the A-court, and I don't know. Had you not played hockey for, what, like six years or something? Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't really played in a while. Yeah. And you came up to me and you said, watch this, and I was like, watch what and then you took a ripper at the glass and it just shattered <laughs> <laughs> it hit about six inches up and the whole thing shattered and the like the bottom six inches just blew out and then the rest of the glass just kind of fell down and yeah, I remember, that was an acorn yeah. i think and the guy was bitching at me he's like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> what year like, is this this is probably know, 2000, 2008 yeah was that was that dirk you little working there still like the no, it was not Dirk. No, I know Dirk. It was not Dirk. I wonder if it's. I don't know who it was. Chris Billard. It was, it was, it was actually a kind of guy. like some. It was some punk ass kid, actually. It was probably, it was probably like, like a twenty year old kid. Yeah. That's funny. Just some twenty year old kid was probably on shift, like closing the <laughs> rink that day. <laughs> like, on a, like, I don't even know what to open do. Open the rink. He's like, ah, uh, <laughs> we got to figure this out. Yeah. What was the protocol? Well, yeah, like. uh in high school, when I broke the glass, when Colin Brown was doing push-ups behind the net and all the glass fell on him, Jeff Sneed was our coach. Probably the best coach that I had no idea. Like, high school coach. Like, you know, he was a high school coach. But uh, no travel coach, no house coach. Host, couch or uh, House coaches were kind of dumb. Some of them were good. But Jeff Sneed, he was uh, he's like, who's paying for that? I'm like, Fuck, dude, I don't know. And I remember I was trying to – my girlfriend played on the high school team at the time. We had a, this goalie named Bull, B-U-L-L, Bull. And uh, he was fucking with my girlfriend. So I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking rip one right, at all, right off his fucking dome. And, uh, oh, man, I gave it all I could. It was at the old Bountiful Bubble. And uh, he kind of – yeah, he kind of ducked and it hit the glass and just shattered Colin Brown. If you missed the net, you had to do push-ups. So you know, oh, so Colin he's Brown the was, net doing push-ups. Yeah, Colin <laughs> Brown's behind the net doing push-ups, and I, oh, it hit it and it just all came down. And I remember just being for that. What the fuck are you doing? I'm like, dude, I was like, I didn't try to do it. I was trying to hit the dude in the face, not <laughs> break the glass. Trying to dome the bowl. Trying to, trying to break the goalie's <laughs> face, not the glass. <laughs> yeah. That kid really, yeah. 
Colin, though, he really got the short end of the stick there, like just doing his push ups. Like, what the hell? Glass, too? He's got to clean glass yeah. out of his gear. I missed the net once. <laughs> he I'm never missed I, I broke Bull's uh, I broke Bull's finger, I think, that practice or the next practice. Oh, broke sorry. his cut kitchen glove finger. He so must you, have had some shitty ass equipment. So you had a slap shot like Straight this uh, knuckle puck on 90 Ducks style, huh? where it's like <laughs> going through walls no, no. and. Clock in triple digits. What was uh, the, what was the fastest you ever got clocked at? Did you ever? Well, that depends. At the Grizzly, little the Grizzlies back. See, this was in '98, '99, 2000, somewhere around there. The Grizzlies had this little um, contest. You had to pay couple bucks i don't know five bucks maybe and whoever had the fastest shot would win whatever prize signed jersey signed stick signed hat signed puck whatever they had there and i was doing that i mean i was going to the games all the time in fact my dad's like here i'm gonna pay for your tickets you and your friends i'm gonna pay for your tickets you go win that contest and you give me whatever you win so I can give it to my buddies at work. <laughs> like, all right, you know. So, I mean, he's paying hey, for Dad. my – Yeah, yeah he's, he's paying for my Grizzlies tickets. And so I'm going there, and I'm taking those shots, and I'm annihilating people. I mean, their shots are like 60, 50. You know, they put it up on the board who has the highest. And I did it like three or four – games and they finally said all right you can't you can't do this you're scaring everyone away they see they see your mark and they don't want to do it i was like okay so i'll do it at the very end just after walk after everyone's just... done it and the game's over i'll come in and i'll i'll do it and collect your prize My... some kid thinks like yeah. all night like i got it i'm gonna get it God, I'm 67 <laughs> yeah. dude I mean... i'm going home with that jersey <laughs> so yeah the highest there was 101 and but i mean that's hitting uh with their shitty stick number one but it's hitting a street hockey ball so i mean i don't know um but uh at the utah high school all-stars when i was on there it was at 98 so that's still decent I, that's that's fast. I mean, that's like some of those NHL top shot speeds, you know, at the All-Star weekend. Yeah. Like Ovechkin's usually in the 90s. Yeah. So that's decent. So how many times did you yeah. break the glass? Huh? How many times did you break the glass? Just the two times? Uh, one time in high school and two other times. One time with you and another time. Mm. I did it. Did so you three ever, times total. Did you ever have to pay for it or did you just like duck nope. out of there? Never had to pay for it. I did explode a puck, though. I took a slap shot in the Ogden rink, and the puck, I don't know what was going on with it. It broke into, like, four pieces. And you exploded a puck, huh? So you just got a slap shot just shattering expectations and boards and glass everywhere, pucks. I don't. (laughs) Something had to be wrong with the puck. That shit just doesn't happen. Yeah. Did he give it to you? Maybe like someone took a razor blade to it. It was like on Sandlot. It was an omen. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it was. Did you like playing as a kid more or like having a kid more that plays? I mean, what would you prefer? What's funner? And it was pretty fun, um, you know, watching him play. But with the coaches and the stupidity that's been going on, it's kind of ridiculous. Rich Lucy, when he was on Rich Lucy's team, it was fun. It was nice. What, but what, the other coaches, when you have some dumbass trying to teach 10-year-olds to dump and chase, come on, 10 year old dump and chase? That comes along two or three, four years after that. Yeah. These are little kids. They need to build up their stick handling and moves, deking, skating. Yeah. Dump and chase, throw the puck away and try and go get it. Come on. The game's not that fast at that point. Like they don't exactly have any like there's no the puck point around. in that unless there's like nowhere else to go where they're gonna change. Yeah, dump it. Okay, dump and change. Whatever. But yeah, there's yeah, no dump and to change. Well, usually, usually at that age, you're you're just waiting for a whistle to change. You're you're telling the kid to ice exactly. it so you can get a line change because it's just taking so long. Yeah, because yeah. a dump and change ends up being a dump and. You know, uh, half a team comes uh, off, half the team goes on. You gotta, you're yelling it across the ice. <laughs> you, you'd no, hear the you coach, stand- dump it, dump it, dump it. Kid would dump it. No one would chase after it. Like they're like, what is going on? Like, come on, go practice that and practice. And then if, I mean, if you really want to teach him dump and chase, then practice it, talk about it, dump it in. This guy goes over to the corner and chases the puck. This guy goes to the left side in case they throw it around the behind the net and uh, the last guy who's going in uh supports the first guy going after the puck yeah that's i a mean lot. it was nothing like that it was just dump it in and then you'd have you know i think it was like the coach's kids like they wanted their coach's kids to the coach's kids to score score the goal i don't know just kind of ridiculous it's, it's been a clown show I mean, if you really look at things, how many Utah players have made it anywhere in the last 20 years? Only a few. Like, really. Yeah. Trevor Lewis. Yeah, Daniel Brickley. Steve Conowalchuk. Now. Yeah, Conowalchuk. Yeah, I, I don't even think Conowalchuk was even – I know he was born here. I don't think he even really played here. I think he went up to Canada when he was, like, five years old or something. Yeah. But, he, I mean, there's not very many, but you got, like – the time I was growing up, you got Trevor Lewis, DJ Giletto, Evan Stofflett. Evan Stofflett's from Wisconsin. He moved here. I don't know if his parents were in the military, but he moved here and played here. He was in there. He played for the Grizzlies for a little bit. So, I mean, you got several guys at that time. I mean, who's came after that? And, like, the last 10 years, is there anybody? Literally, think, in the last 10 years, is there anyone? I think it's just this Daniel Brickley kid. He went and played in Minnesota State Mankato, and then he got signed by the Kings and played, I don't know, part of a season there, but now he's in the A. I think he's playing for Manitoba this season. But I don't, I'm sure you know Brickley the ref, huh, right? He ran the old men's leagues. Yes, I do not his, like that um, guy. His Yeah, but he died last year, I think. They had a, a pretty, yeah. pretty big funeral, but yeah, his son recently made it. I don't know if he's going to stick around and make it back to the NHL, but... Yeah, you. Yeah, I know the Brickleys. I mean, if you, uh, the Boston Bruins commentator, okay, his name is Andy Brickley. He's related to them all. Oh, I didn't know that. 
I believe his brother is Matt Brickley. It's either his brother or his cousin, Matt Brickley, who is the ref, who he, he's dead, man. I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to back the dead guy. Yeah. I want to, but I'm not going to. But anyway, <laughs> so you have him, you have his kid, Connor Brickley and Daniel Brickley, their cousins. And Connor Brickley made it, but I don't think he was, I think he was from Massachusetts, but his, his cousin is Daniel Brickley. They're all related. Oh, okay. uh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. I didn't know the Brickley's extended that far out. Out of Utah. Yeah, Matt Brickley, the dude's from, Matt Brickley is from Massachusetts. Okay. And then, I don't know, I don't what know how he Utah. ended up here. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Did he play for the Grizzlies? You know, no, no, no. He wasn't, because he wasn't no, that no. great of a skater. No, right? Andy, hey, hold on. Andy Brickley did play for the Grizzlies. Andy Brickley did. Oh, okay. Andy, okay. Either there was, there was a Brickley that played back when they won the, the Turner Cup. That's that's Andy Brickley. That's that's the commentator for the Boston Bruins, the oh, biased okay. motherfucker. Oh, okay. He sits in there and he's like, Ah, Ladano Chara, swapping that guy around like a Muppet and all this crap. And but when one of the Boston Bruins gets slapped on, he just was like, Oh, that's a cheap shot. Just the biggest biased homer you've ever seen. Subjective. That's yeah. Andy Brickley. But yeah, he played he played in Utah for the Utah Grizzlies. Uh, a couple of years, I think, but uh, I don't know how Matt ended up here. But Connor Brickley is uh, Andy Brickley's kid, and Daniel Brickley is Matt Brickley's kid, and they both made it to the NHL. Uh, Connor was with um, the Panthers, and Daniel was with the Kings. I didn't know Connor made it. Okay. Nice, nice. So, uh, you grew up playing hockey in Utah. Where would you like to see Utah hockey in ten years? The way it's the, honestly, the way it's going, it's like going downhill. Where yeah. I would like to see it is stop with the politics and the parent bullshit, and actually get someone who knows what's going on to coach the travel teams. The house leagues, fine. You want to get a parent to do it, fine. Um, if there's someone more suitable, well, then get that suitable person in there they don't want to do it well then i mean i don't know i don't know what it is that there's not enough people who know what's going on to do it or if it's just hey i got money hey i'm friendly hey my name's blah 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 look at me my kid's the best so i should coach because look at me my kid's so good i should be coaching come on just because your kid's elite does not mean you should be coaching. I, Nick knows who I'm talking about. I'm not going to name names, but you know what I'm talking about. You, yeah. Just because your kid is elite doesn't mean you should be coaching teams. Yeah. Period. So, so on the flip side of that, what made the one coach that you really liked for your kid? What made that stand out? What made him stand out to you? Or was uh, it? He knew what the fuck was going on. His name was Rich Lucy. Like he knew what was going on. So he had obviously played. He obviously was a fan. He wasn't just out there learning how to skate. You know, and then that's one thing. Hey, look, if you're learning how to skate and you're learning the game, fine. But if you're like, hey, I want to be coach, I just got certified through Utah hockey or uh, USA hockey because I did all these stupid classes. I mean, come on. Just because you do the classes doesn't mean shit. I, I can take classes. 
I can take classes to be a pilot and pass the classes. Doesn't mean I can go hop in a plane and fly it. Yeah. Know what I mean? You yeah. need to, you need hands-on experience. And I understand that, you know, Utah hockey is not that big. And I understand that uh, they need, they probably need coaches. So yeah, get in there and coach, but don't, don't act like, you know, don't get a big head. Try and keep learning. That was a, it's been a good call, Phil. So it's all good. It's all good. Hey, but, thanks uh, for helping us. Yeah. On our debut episode of cup, cup talk, talk podcast. Yeah. All right, man. Hey. It's been a good call. Yeah. I appreciate it. Once yeah. again. Hey, Hey, the Kings are going to win the cup. <laughs> that's that's your call. Far-fetched. Let's see it. You know, the Kings I, are going to do it, man. Look at them. They won seven games in a row with a bunch of bums out there. They got Quentin Byfield, Alex Turcotte. Come on. Yeah. Anze Kopitar is still out there. Carter. Put your money on the Kings is what you're saying? I already did. L.A. Bet. <laughs> it's bold. Yeah, they were uh, they were 60 to 1 odds. I put 10 bucks on it. 600 bucks. I mean, go. who are they playing in? Who who are they playing in the West? Come on. Okay, Vegas. That's a pretty good team. Yeah. St. Louis. Colorado. Eh, that's a pretty good team too. Colorado. Yeah. Who else? Is Dallas in the Central? Are they in the? Yeah. They're Dallas. In the, Dallas in the is not southern. in that. Southern, you, yes, right. you have, yeah, you literally have Phoenix, I guess Arizona now. You got them, you got Anaheim, you got San Jose, and uh, those other four. Yeah, why not Unless LA? I'm missing, maybe, maybe Minnesota's there, I think. Not sure but uh, I, don't, I don't see Minnesota. I could see LA competing with Colorado, St. Louis, and Vegas. Well, I'll go out and put my money on that, but all right, we got to wrap this up. All right, now we'll go over to the NHL. You know, the season starts on Wednesday. Um, biggest news really coming out is training camp started. Did you see the they got division uh, sponsors? No, I didn't see that. There's yeah. sponsors for the divisions now? Yeah, like did you see they put sponsors on the helmets too? No. Yeah. They're so- rocking around like. You know, like European hockey players now. Like just on sponsors. the helmets, a little like instead of your team sticker, it's a like a like so the Leafs have a Scotia okay. Bank and okay. Penguins. I think are rocking a PPG or whatever. Yeah, but, but yeah. So it's the Honda West, the Scotia North, Discover Card Central, and the Mass Mutual East. Mass Mutual East, Discover Card Central, the official card of the NHL. Huh? The official card, the official card. Like we got the official car, bank card. Old man, money mutual group. I guess so. That's kind of exciting. <laughs> I, I mean, I kind of like that. Like the uh, division card or division discover card central kind of goes. Yeah. Pretty well, trying to nice. get some of that money back they lost last year. So. <laughs> and their cash back. <laughs> and they're trying to get their cash back. Yeah. One <laughs> percent on everything. Yeah. So, I mean, any big moves that you're looking forward to seeing people in new places? Um, you know, I'm interested to see if this uh, Taylor Hall move actually turns into something with Buffalo. I mean, they've been so bad for so long, and he had the one hard trophy season. Uh, you know, but you you want to root for Buffalo though, kind of like yeah. the Bills are doing good. You know, usually yeah, Josh usually, Allen turned it around for the football yeah, team. Out so there. maybe Taylor Hall can be their their savior, their spark. You know, and Jack yeah. Eichel can finally be like, finally, <laughs> finally after some, five years, somebody passed me the puck and someone guys, passed the puck yeah. too. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Skinner. Didn't pan out. <laughs> <laughs> Skinner. 
Skinner. Maybe he'll step it up again. Yeah. Jeff Skinner after he... Skinner has one year getting paid like ten mil now. Gets all the money. Yeah, like a Brad Richard style contract. And yeah. Just like, Gonna get bought out in a couple years. Yes. Yeah. So I'm really <laughs> interested to see how that. I mean, with Eric Stahl, you know, the the veteran, he's been a solid veteran. He'll, I think he can hold it down if you put him in the yeah. the, the third line center. Yeah. Or you know. He's been consistent though over season. Yeah, exactly. And then he recently put up like what 40, 50 goals in Minnesota a couple yeah. years ago. You know. Yeah. So like you never know. He still, I think he still has some in him, right? Yeah. Yeah. What about Senators? I mean, they made all those moves, all those trades. You got Murray, Matt Murray, yeah, like a Branson coming in. You got Derek Stepan. The the Canada like that northern bracket. I mean that division. It's gonna be pretty grueling. Like it's gonna be fun to watch actually these Canadians go at it. And the Flames last year. Yeah. The what Chuchak or whatever. Yeah. The guy that was going out with Drysdale all year. Kachuk. Kachuk. Kachuk, yeah. <laughs> I said, I was, I could say his name how it looks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kachuk. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think he was like Russian with those. What is his kids. brother play for Carolina or something? No, like he that? plays for the Senators. He's the center? Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, okay. So they're not they're not going to have a captain this year. I think it's him, um, Shabbat, and one other guy. Okay. Kyle Turris isn't still out there anymore, is he? No, Turris. He went, I think he's Edmonton this year, yeah. Edmonton kind of picked up a little, a couple okay. of those just kind of washed up guys. I mean, that's good for them, actually. Good pay they don't got them. any money, so they got to pick up washed right, up guys. Right, they paid Drysdale and McDavid all the money, so <laughs> you got to take what you can get. Yeah, they got to get what they can get. So Dubnik to the Sharks, I think that's going to be kind of the, the trade that no one kind of like remembered, but... The Sharks kind of Martin Jones kind of been a little bit shaky, so getting Devin Dubnik in there. Ever since they made it to the cup, yeah, Martin Jones hasn't looked like the same goalie after losing in the. So I think that's gonna be kind of one so. of those like ghost trades, you know. And then there's, you got Corey Perry signing with Montreal. I think that one's that's one of those bittersweet because I like Corey Perry, but I do not like watching the Montreal Canadiens win. It, and it's kind of funny though because Corey Perry is such a hated player. Yeah. So you know, it's like a perfect fit almost. To, yeah. To go to such a team, but I was I thought. You know, it was pretty entertaining to see him on Dallas last year. I didn't realize, you know, he was Especially down. the walk of shame. In you know, Dallas, yeah. After the Winter Classics, got to walk, like, the whole football field after yeah. getting thrown out. That was awesome. But, yeah, he's one of those players, I, you know, every team, you would hope your team picked him up for what they signed him for, like, 750000 like, under a million. Yeah, Corey Perry. He was a, he's a former Hart Trophy winner, I think, too. Yeah, he's yeah. a two-time, I think, a Rocket Shard. Yeah. And then one time heart. Yeah, so to think of him going for a veteran's minimum now, it's yeah. kind of crazy to think about. Well, Joe Thornton took a veteran's minimum, yeah. basically. Zidano, I think, made it. Did yeah, Zidano Char took yeah. a veteran's minimum. Like, hey, it's become more popular. You keep the, you know, you keep playing. I mean, I guess it helps the organization now. Like, these guys have signed big contracts before. Yeah. Like, they made Joe their Thornton, money. Joe Thornton's made $100 million, you know, so. His beard makes more money than the <laughs> veteran's been <laughs> he, he shaved the whole thing off this summer, and now you look at him, it looks like, you know, nothing ever happened. You're like, it's like the Santa Claus movie. Like, you see, yeah, he just shaves. shaves. <laughs> he looks away, looks back in the mirror, and then it's just there. I'm in big trouble. <laughs> big, big trouble, yeah. <laughs> Gotta love the Santa Claus. But, um... Toronto kind of loaded up. They got Jimmy VC and uh, they got Wayne Simmons. They got Joe Thornton. So let's see if those guys can all contribute. Yeah, it's like, are they going to finally do it with the young talent and the old talent? They got John Tavares out there. Yeah. You know, the, the big signing a couple I mean, years ago. And, you know, Matthews and uh, who's that other young guy out there that's really good? Mar- uh, Marner. Marner, yeah. We got, Marner. yeah, we got a Nylander. So, 
Yeah. Got some guys. It's been kind of you know, is Babcock still coaching out there, right? No. No, Babcock got relieved, huh? Like Babcock got he got the contract, and it was like oh, Babcock <laughs> in Toronto. Watch yeah, out. so it's Sheldon Keefe now. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to watch the Leafs play this year. And uh, of course, the Capitals made the the big splash again, Lundqvist. But then he's got to get open heart surgery, so yeah. that's kind of a bummer. You know, really yeah, excited to see. see him like play with Ovechkin and kind of. And now the yeah Chara. And then Chara jumped. In. I think that was more of a nephew move to the Boston Bruins. They're like, hey, we want you to kind of step down, and he's like, no, I want to play. And then Capitals said, oh, we'll take you. Yeah, I don't think they guaranteed him anything huge. Yeah. I don't see him being top line. Right, so I think it was more of a screw you guys to Boston, which yeah, I'm I'm okay with. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, anything in Boston, you know, anybody screwing Boston, you're a fan of my book, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's right, that's right. So all right, let's let's get to some picks for the season. All right, so uh, who do you got? So every division is going to send four people to the playoffs, and they're going to play inner division, and then one person or one team from every division will play in the conference finals. And those conference finals, those don't have to be based on East, West, North. It's going to be on regular season points. So your conference finals could be two Eastern Conference. It could be three Eastern Conference from last year because of the... Yeah, that's cool to think about. Yeah, so... And then your Stanley Cup final is also based off of... The seeding, right? Yeah. The the final four teams will be So you could have a Boston-Toronto Stanley Cup final, which, I mean, that's an original six, but like old school original six. Yeah, dude. Like Flyers, Boston, original six. That'd be cool. I think Flyers, Boston. I think they're in the same division, so that oh, one no, couldn't, couldn't happen. Chicago, are they still? Yeah. So Chicago, you could have like a Chicago King or Kings. You know, I guess you know. Is that happen? Original six? No, Who? no. LA is not original six, right? Yeah. No, they are way off. They're way off. Way back, yeah. <laughs> But Chicago's original six, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the LA, the rematch of LA and Chicago. Yeah. Those, those, when it was like, what, four, five years, every other cup was the Kings or Chicago. Yeah. They're just going back and forth. I mean, neither team is really the team they were back then, but that'd be exciting to see. But so, uh, who do you got going in the North? Uh, The old Canada division. The old Canada division. I think I want to go, like, I want to say, Drazdal and McDavid are going to do it, but I'm going to go with Calgary. I think... You, you pick... Let's go four. Let's pick oh, your four. four. Oh, top four? Okay. So, then I would... Yeah, I would, I would put, you know, Edmonton in there. Um, Calgary. Toronto, like you said, the retooled Toronto. And then, let's just go Ottawa, right? Why not, right? Like, I hey, mean, Matt Murray. I think maybe they're... He'll, he'll get back to his uh, Stanley Cup days. I mean, they were terrible the last couple seasons, but I'm pretty sure they're putting, like, 10, 12 new skaters on the ice this year. So, yeah. I mean, it's a totally different team. Right. Um, if I was going to go, I'd go Toronto for obvious reasons. You know, they got everybody that's good. And Edmonton, like you said, I mean, that's an obvious one. But then Calgary, I liked what Calgary did in last year in the playoffs. And then they just got better. I mean, their goaltending, they went out and oh, they, they stole Markstrom from Vancouver and they stole their third string, Louis Domingue. So, I mean, they just... Said, oh, everyone last year was Cam Talbot, Riddick, you know, they're kind of shaky. So they just went out and said, oh, we'll get two new guys that can, just... that are proven guys. So, and then I'm going to go Vancouver. Yeah. You know, I because, that. I mean, yes, they lost Markstrom and they lost Tanev and that Pedersen is, yeah, great. he's freaking ridiculous. And they got Holpe. 
Brandon Holby uh, went out there. So and then Demko shined in the playoffs. So I'm going Vancouver. They were a surprising team last year in the playoffs. I thought they were going to spoil everything. Yeah, like, for sure. I was I was all on Vancouver. I was jumping on the Vancouver. Yeah, I was on the Vancouver. They're going to be like the, the Western Conference Finals, and we're going to all be like, "What the heck happened?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So when in the division you thought uh, in, the, in the north? Yeah, yeah. In the I'm north. thinking Calgary. Yeah, you thinking Calgary? I'm going Toronto. Because yeah. I think Matthews, you yeah. know, and the end company, expect. Joe Thornton wants a shot at the can again, you know. So yeah, he, Joe Thornton is like fifty two or something like that. Yeah, or it looks him. like he's fifty two <laughs> until he takes his shirt off and then he looks like he's nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> chiseled, oh. chiseled old man. So uh, we jump over. Let's jump over to the central. Um, you know, I was thinking Columbus, but I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, they got Pierre Luc Dubois. He he just signed, but he said he doesn't want to play there. But it seems like Tortorella just takes anybody he's got and you know makes like a winner that, out of them. So yeah. I'm gonna stick with Columbus. I'm gonna go Florida and Tampa Bay. Both those teams were good last year and they just got better. And I think Dallas. They didn't really lose anybody. I mean, they're not gonna have the a lot of their players at the start, but. They didn't really lose anyone. They went to the Stanley Cup Finals. So, I mean, it's going to be also exciting to watch Tampa Bay and Dallas play in the same division, playing seven, eight times a year. Yeah, I was, I was kind of surprised they put Tampa in the, in the central. But, I it's mean, all, it's, it's all cool travel. It clears out, yeah, <laughs> it clears up, you know, space and makes the East a little more even, I think. Yeah. So. So who you got coming out of that division? Um, I'm going to have to say, yeah, Dallas. They, they did really well. Tampa. And then I'll think St. Louis. Are they, they're in the central. No, right? they're in the west. Are they in the west? Yeah. All right, we got, I'm thinking Dallas, Tampa. Yeah, I might agree with you. Columbus, you know, has, has a shot. And then uh, I don't really like anybody. I mean, Florida. <laughs> I'll just take Florida. So, so we're picking the same four. Do we, do we, we concur same? on that one, yeah. yeah. All right, so let's differ. Who do you think's, you know, getting out of that division, going to the conference finals? Tampa. Tampa again? Yeah. I, they didn't lose anything. It, no, they lost, they lost They lost a couple. I mean, they lost a couple minor guys. guys. But they got Sorelli Coburn, Packett. Yeah, they lost. I mean, some of those, like, kind of fourth, third, fourth liners. Yeah. Um, Brought back Maroon, though. He, they got Maroon, the veteran, right? <laughs> been the cup, you know, the year prior. Yeah. Sorelli. Uh, yeah. Um, Sergachev, you know, re-signed. Yeah. Who does a, you know, a and, huge help in the playoffs. And Kucherov was going to be out for the whole season. Yeah. But... And he's gonna be back for the playoffs though. Stamkos so. is, you know, saying he's gonna come back. You know, finally return to the ice. Shattenkirk left. You know that hurts, yeah. but not that big of a yeah, loss, I don't but, think. But you know, for, for real, yeah. But I'm gonna go the other side of Florida. I'm gonna go with Florida. <laughs> the Panthers. The Panthers. Huh? I think the Panthers. They're gonna get it. Even though I do not like the Bob Roski signing there, I like them bringing in a, a goalie. But I do not like the money they're paying him. I don't think it's yeah. worth it. And they brought in, you know, some veteran leadership and Patrick Hornquist. Yeah, and in they that got trade with Pittsburgh. Yeah, so that's pretty good. And they got uh, Duclair coming down there. I mean, he's kind of one of those guys yeah. that was catching fire, and no one kind of picked him up, and they picked him up late. So, I think Florida is going to be a a good team, and they have a solid core, anyways. Barkov, Huberdo. It could happen. It'd be fun to see. It might I'm be a Florida, Florida, Tampa Florida, Bay, Tampa, you know, yeah. battling out for that one position. Florida hockey's getting good. Yeah. You, you, but the Panthers are that one team that everyone's like, this is their year. They're going to be way better this year. And then they always just 
wet the bed. They find a way <laughs> to wet the bed. Yeah. They wet the bed. But so, all right, let's jump over to the West. Who do you got in the West? Well, I think you have to go, you know, with Colorado, seeing what they did. I, I, I was, you know, I, I thought they would get climb past Vegas. You know, I was surprised, but uh, or not Vegas, Dallas. Sorry, yeah. Dallas. Yeah, I'll take uh, Vegas too. I think Vegas still looks really good. I mean, they they re-signed that that goalie that had the killer playoffs. What's Leonard? Yeah, Leonard, Leonard. Yeah, yeah. So they now got, they got the two goalies. They got and Leonard and Flurry. Flurry. Yeah. So you know the net's solid there. They yeah. just play as a team. Yeah. I you know, got like one stellar individual, but yeah. So I think I'm gonna go with a. Uh, Colorado also easy pick. I mean, I think Vegas will make it because it's an easier division, but I really don't like what Vegas is doing. I feel like they're like squeezing off. You know, they signed Pretangelo for a huge contract that just takes more money away from everybody else. I mean, they had to ship out Nate Schmidt. So, did they really get that much better by signing Pretangelo yeah. if they had to ship out Nate Schmidt? I mean, he's definitely not the same player as Pretangelo, but he's still good. But they're paying Tangelo so much money that, and then the two goalie situation. I mean, you're just you're you're squeezing off more than you can. Yeah, and unfortunately, yeah, you know, Flurry he wants to play, and then like that stuff came out. What was it, his agent? Yeah, which put the meme, and you're like, yeah, yeah I don't know what really happened, but yeah, yeah, you know, could that be a prop in the locker room? You yeah, know, right? some and goalies, I think goalies are more friendly to each other than most people think. But So I don't really think that's going to be much of an issue. I don't think either one of those goalies minds playing. I mean, I guess half a season now is only like 25 games, though. That's not that many. That's usually a backup goalie role. So yeah, that's going to be rough. So, I mean, if they split it 25-25, that's, that's not a lot of playing for a goalie that's used to getting, you know, 60, 60 games. So, but I still think they're going to make a division. And then I was torn. I'm torn between LA and St. Louis, but not both. <laughs> I think I'm, I think LA is just too old and yeah. St. Louis has still got a lot of those guys, but I think they're kind of dwindling also without Petrangelo. Yeah. You know, that so the blue line a little, I think, I think LA is going to go back. I think they're retooling enough. I think they're going to be like kind of like the Rangers where like they got old guys, they got young guys, they got everybody in between. Yeah. So actually they don't really got anybody in between. It's old or it's young. The old and the young. The average age is going to be like right there, like 30. (laughs) Yeah, but nobody on the team is 30. (laughs) Everyone's 25 or 35. (laughs) 10 years younger than that or five years older. Yeah, yeah. So um LA and then I think Anaheim's going to make it back to the playoffs. Yeah. I mean Shattenkirk, you know. Yeah, Shattenkirk, but I more just think that I think Getzlaff still likes to win. He wants to win and Lindholm's there. Raquel had an off year and John Gibson, I honestly think is the best goalie in the NHL. Really? Yeah. John Gibson? John Gibson, I would take over any goalie. See, that's that's that was my other, one of my other points Tampa too, is Bassey. Is I feel like he's the best until he's not the best anymore. Vasilevsky is a is an awesome goalie, but I think he's just so big. Like yeah. when you shoot on him, there's just when you watch it. I mean, I've never shot him, but when you watch players shoot on him, it just looks like there's nowhere to score. Yeah, the the, the Tampa Bay had two giants like that, Ben Bishop, and then they yeah. went to Bassey. Yeah, it so. was it's crazy. I think they do benefit off the system because Tampa's been. You know, has such a good team that, you know, they haven't relied on the goalie as heavily. So it's yeah. like Ben Bishop, 
you know, and then you get Vassy and like they've benefited from the success of the team too. Yeah. So I think also like just putting a big guy back there, like dude, when I was younger when playing peewee hockey, I was on the travel team, but I was the backup because the other kid, I mean, not to discount his skill or anything, but he was a big Polynesian kid. He was twice my size. So, I mean, he stopped more pucks. Yeah, so, I guess he deserves to be in the net. If, he, if, if he's stopping more pucks, he's stopping more pucks because that's really what matters. So, but me and uh, James, we were best friends. We always had sleepovers. So, just like I said, goalies. No beef, right? There's no beef between the goalies. I don't, I, you know, I've loved every goalie I've ever played with. But, uh, so I'm going to go Anaheim because I think John Gibson is the best goalie in the NHL. And then who do you got going in the East? In the East. Oh, I guess we got to pick. Who who do you think is going to make it out of the West? Who's your team to beat in the West? Division? Colorado. Colorado Avalanche. I think McKinnon, dude, is just going to be a man on a mission. Yeah. In Colorado, they have, like, so many kids that are so good that you're like, they could just put out anybody. Yeah. And they would just win. And they were a third-period flop away from making it to the Stanley Cup Finals last year, which... I think they would have gave Tampa a run for their money last year. I so. think that would have been a fun season. Okay, they came down from 3-1, right? Yeah. Like 3-1, it was like game seven. Yeah. Yeah. Just that close. Yeah, and they even went up with like two minutes left. It was what it was, and then Dallas tied it and won it in yeah. overtime. It's like that at that point, it's anybody's game, you know? Yeah. Anybody could have won that game, or either team. Yeah, and I think Colorado, even minus their goalie situation, because I don't think they really have – that number one, and they didn't get yeah. it in the offseason either. So, probably the weakest link on that. But, but you know, maybe Mark Andre Fleur is looking for a new eh, place to stay. You know, yeah, that would be pretty fun. That'd yeah. be cool. So, I, I think I think they'll pick up somebody like that, especially like that, because they actually do have a lot of cap space, also. And it's weird to think with that many weapons that they have a lot of cap space, but. When you got McKinnon making like they haven't had to pay him yet, have they? No, they have. But he took like a team friendly thing. He's making like eight million. So yeah, I mean that's like a when on any other that's team like a Crosby Malkin deal. Yeah, you know, like they're so long ago now. Yeah, but, but the market's so much. McKin- higher. McKinnon on any other team, he's making twelve, thirteen, twelve, easy. Yeah, yeah. So he's taking eight. So that's a that's a four or five million dollar discount. That's, that's a good on him. So in but it's it's I didn't realize. Yeah, it's a. That's a humble move, but uh, I feel like last year in the playoffs, though, he kind of turned into that diva. You know, and maybe it's because you're, you know, you you become the best player. Like you're, you're probably you're taking it from everybody. Yeah, you know, so yeah, but it is, yeah. So I guess we both concur on uh, Colorado coming out of the West. All right, so in the East, I'll start off. I got um, Philly, and I got the Islanders, just because I think they're a hardworking team. I got Washington. And then I, I think Buffalo's making it. Buffalo. I think, I think we're both on the Buffalo train I'm, here. I'm ready for this Buffalo train. And and I'll just say now, I see him making the playoffs. <clears throat> I, mean, I see Buffalo making the playoffs. And then I see Taylor Hall walking. <laughs> and then just being like, I made it. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I got my cup now. Later, guys. And then, I mean, other people want to jump on the Buffalo bandwagon. Was but this contract only one year? It's a one year. 10 mil? Or what is it? Like yeah. 10 one mil, 10 years. One year, ten mil. Yeah, Only guy that got paid this offseason. That's like the sweetest deal. I feel like for like, oh, yeah. come try it. You know, <laughs> if you like it, we can talk about you staying, right? But that's... if you don't like it, you still make ten mil. Yeah, and I guess Taylor Hall really hasn't liked to stay anywhere since leaving Edmonton. Yeah, he was sure. only in New Jersey for a couple of years. That was a trade, though, right? Yeah, Jersey to, to Arizona. 
Yeah, and then in Arizona. Weird move. Won a heart trophy and then they're trading him. So yeah. What happened there? Arizona put all went all in on it and and then he was like, Ah yeah, no, yeah. I'm cool, dude. I don't want to do a rebuild. I'm yeah. getting old man. Yeah, peace. But then out. he went to Buffalo. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the same situation. <laughs> like, Just how's that different? In the you east know, it's it's Arizona in the east? Yeah, I mean they sign a lot more than Arizona. Yeah, but you got you got a healthy young Jack Eichel rather than an old washed up Phil Castle. Which I love. I love Ekman Larson. I love that Phil Castle. You know, I was all about Phil the Thrill. Well, and Oliver Ekman Larson, he did his like, I want to be traded by this date or not. And then that sounds like uh, I want to be traded right now. Exactly. Yeah. But if it doesn't happen, I don't want to make things awkward because I am the captain of this team. So. But nothing in Arizona looks good right now. So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I got Washington, Philly, Buffalo, Islanders, and who you got? Um. Yeah. So I'll concur. Yeah, Buffalo. I think they're gonna finally get that this year. And yeah, I can't see the playoffs without Washington. They, I mean, they've been holding. They've been in the regular season. They've killed it for yeah last three or four years. You know. So, um, we got Washington, Buffalo, and then. I'm thinking, you know, New York might have the tools like Rangers with, you know, Lafreniere. I'm, You're I think, in. I think it'd be cool to see this number one pick, you know, be like kind of like the Crosby sweepstakes or the McDavid draft pick, you know. But, um, so I, I think New York can can do it. And uh, Shostikin uh, in that, Panarin, you know, right? Shostikin, yeah, <laughs> and Shostorkin or whatever. All these Shostorkins, yeah. Shostorkin, Shostikin, bad or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All these crazy <laughs> names, right? I mean. They don't have Lundqvist anymore, but you know he wasn't the. Well, it was goal. already he was already on the way yeah, out. Yeah, he's so. on the way out anyways. So, and then I'm gonna you know, be bold and say that maybe these these weird trades and stuff work out and Pittsburgh makes playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> no bias. No, no bias. bias no no bias here. <laughs> All right. So who you got making out of the division? Um. Yeah, that one. That's where I get it. Yeah, it gets a little tougher. Um, I probably see, you know, Washington. I think they underperformed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they got the, the, the Chara trade. But I, I think they could come back and, and you know, backstrom Ovechkin and, and Oshie can write that shit. But. Yeah, so I concur also. I mean, it looks like we're on the same page a lot here tonight. Like, so I'm going Washington too, so. As much as I don't want to say it, so, you know, they <laughs> – so, I, I don't, I'm not sold on Kapanen, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kapanen in, in Pittsburgh. Hey, and, come on, Kapanen was a good goal scorer in Toronto, but. Right, and they drafted him originally and then yeah, traded like, him away because they never keep their young talent. <laughs> they they just get him back after, you Yeah, know. trade him for like the Phil Kessels and yeah. stuff like that. And then be like, oh yeah, we'll take him back now. Yeah, well, thanks for, thanks for holding on to him. Thanks for it, keeping the seat warm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if it does work, if they see something that I'm not seeing and, you know, Cap turns into a 40 goal scorer playing with Crosby or something like that, hey. You know, hey, Crosby says he's super excited for the season, and no one should underestimate him. I think you know Crosby's very good at saying the right words all the time, too. <laughs> and and yeah, he, he I think he will still put up at least eighty points, yeah, ninety points it's, this year, it, unless he. You know, has I feel like injury. everyone's forgot that Malkin's still playing hockey. And then yeah, Malkin was a league scorer last year on Pittsburgh. It's still so, there. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's definitely always an option. So, um. So let's pick out a, who do you got going to the cup? You had, what was it? Calgary and Tampa Bay and yeah. Colorado, Washington. I guess you don't really know who's going to play each other, but who do you got going to the cup out of those four teams? If I were going to say, I would probably choose Colorado and Tampa. 
Colorado Tampa. So yeah. almost the matchup we saw. We were one we yeah. were one overtime goal Just. away from seeing that last year, so and then who do you got winning the cup? I'd probably say Colorado. Colorado's bringing it back to Denver, huh? Yeah, I think they would I it would be close. Like it would be I think it would be six, seven game series and it could go either way, but I Maybe Colorado. maybe the you got but maybe the young guys or Vasilevsky wins it, you know. Yeah, Vassy puts the team on his back. But I mean it yeah, Vassy and Victor Hedman last year. You know, I, I like, feel like I feel like Colorado's got more skill, but Tampa Bay's definitely a bigger, stronger team, and that's what I, it's kind of won the cup these last couple of years is the bigger, stronger team, but they can grind it out, yeah. Colorado could get a little bit stronger and I like in Braden Point is such like a clutch player. Oh. Every yeah, overtime. Game, yeah, game every time. past three periods, yeah, just give it to points. Let's just yeah. give it to points, so all right, me, let's see, going to the cup, I would think Colorado also. I mean, I think they're going to get the President's Trophy, if not very, yeah. like, be the best team, you know, going into the conference finals. And then I think Toronto. There we go. It just because I think they've gotten bigger, stronger. And no Matthews has also gotten bigger and stronger. And these guys have lost in the first round for the last three, four years. So... They're sick of it. They're bringing in Jumbo be Joe. with the new divisions. I mean, now they're going to be want to play for this guy, you know, mm-hmm. going into it. I mean, Marlowe was on the team, but they were pretty young then when he was on the team. And now getting Thornton, Simmons. Tavares still. You know, you yeah, Tavares still there. but And they got Thornton in training camp with Marner and Matthews. That's their top line. That's cool. It, I think that's like a – he seems like a good veteran leader. Yeah, you know, he was a captain for a long time out there in San Jose. Like he's not afraid to show him the ropes, and you would be the guy that's not afraid of like, hey, look, kids, I know you're the bad, you're the all star now, but you ain't shit. You know, I've been in this league like (laughs) twenty years. Yeah, and I still don't got a cup. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) so so listen up, man. We're gonna do this right. (laughs) It's a long road. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, Toronto comes out of it, and we got a Toronto Colorado matchup. I'm taking call. I'm not. I'm taking Toronto. I'm taking Toronto. <laughs> I'm taking Toronto. <laughs> I think they're finally back in Toronto. Oh yeah. So how long has it been since the, the cup in, was in Toronto? It's the longest drought in the NHL. Sixty-seven. Oh man, it's been fifty-three years, fifty-four Dude, years by the time this I is. I feel like the party will never stop in Toronto. Like it, I, I know, and be I party until the next. I'm NHL hoping there can be fans back in the building by then, or it's that kind of suck. But they'd always be in the parking lot or whatever, yeah. they, wherever they're able to watch outside or something. And, and if it's in, in, if it's into Colorado, then you know, me and my brother, we're we're going for sure. Yeah, we gotta be there. <laughs> oh yeah, we're I going. Go, yeah. Dude, I'm definitely going if it's that close. It's so. in Colorado, yeah. But all right, well, I guess that's uh that's about it in the NHL. So great it's first been, show. It's been a great episode. Yeah. Um, we had our first guest on. First guest. Thanks, thanks to thanks to Phil. Um, but uh, it was an awesome episode. It definitely, lots more to talk about in the future. Yeah, there's plenty more to come right here from. Uh, Nick's daughter's bedroom studios here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> With these loud fans, you can hear some babies crying. Yeah, yeah. Dogs. I, we were we're uh, recording this in my daughter's bedroom, and uh, I there wasn't anything hockey on the wall, so I'm uh, sitting here staring at this old mighty ducks. I threw it though. Her yeah. uh, her favorite team is the the ducks. Like she's got a ducks blanket here and a, a ducks bear, but there was no poster, so I oh that I, that was put in here tonight. Yeah, right? I threw a, I threw up the wild wing poster tonight, but I think she's gonna keep it. <laughs> 
So I like it. It's like it's like a protector. It's like a better than a dream catcher. And and the story and the night on a good note. But Alice, she uh, she's never, she's uh, my six year old. She's never like really wanted to play hockey. Like she she likes hockey. She loves the ducks. But uh, we got her on skates, dude. Like newborn baby deer. Like earlier this year, she just yeah. has never taken to skating. We finally, I don't know what happened, but she just. Start picking it up. That's we're getting her. Awesome. We're getting her uh, on the on the ice at practice on Friday. So big news on on Friday. On Friday, two yeah. Van Komen daughters. So we'll we'll be there for the ten U with the first daughter, and then we're gonna stay for the the eight U six U mini mics. Watch out for these VKs. That's right. So up in the world, I'm super stoked. So well, that's all we time. have today. Thanks yeah. for uh, listening. Thanks for joining in. Be sure to tune in. You can catch this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. That's right on. You have a website, right? Um, yeah, welcome. I don't know what the website will be. Yeah. And we'll give you the site. We got yeah. we're on we're on Instagram. Sure we're at welcome to Cup Talk. And you can listen to the, the Utah portion, the Grizzlies portion on the hive.com and we'll right. get you a podcast. So All right. So uh enjoy the rest of your day and enjoy the NHL season starting on uh Wednesday. Wednesday. January thirteenth. See you guys later.